0: All right, guys, I finally got around to watching every Scream movie in anticipation for Scrum 5.
1: Okay. How many Scream movies were there before Scrum 5, just um, for the record?
0: If numbers yeah. serve me correctly, Yeah. three, four, no, four. four. Okay. Yes, there's four.
1: Uh, hold on. One, two, three. Yeah. Math checks out.
0: Okay. After visiting all these and watching today's, I'm just going to put it out there, I'm not really a fan of this franchise. I like part one. After that, I feel there was a big dip in quality, but I thought, just for funsies at the top of the episode here, I would go ahead and rank them from best to worst film. Yeah, I'm happy to tell you you're wrong. Let's okay. go. That's fine. Yeah,
1: yeah I, I'm with Garrett.
0: Now, look, I'm like I said, I'm admittedly not a fan of this franchise, so anybody out there that's like, I can't believe he ranked... That above this, you know, whatever. Just dang it for me, okay? Mm -hmm. They're not for me. Worst for best, best to worst. How do you want it? Let's go
1: worst to best.
0: That's a good way. That's a good way to do things. That's that's a good way. (laughs) Probably. Don't start off strong and then get weak.
1: Yeah, like like this franchise, according to you. (laughs) Like
0: this podcast. (laughs) Oh. All right. um, Number five. I'm going to have to say my least favorite of all of them was number three.
1: Oh. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like you just punched me in the dick.
0: Now, if I'm correct, that's the one where they were filming Stab, yeah. and it was all about the murders on set, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I did like seeing our boy Lance Henriksen make an appearance as one of the studio execs for one of the sleazy studios. Naturally. That was cool, but I didn't care for all the meta business of like, now we're killing all the characters in the movie. That's the best part. Yeah. So number three is the worst for you. For me, correct. Yeah. Okay, you're wrong. Go yeah. ahead. Okay. Number four, I'm going to go with Scream 4. Okay. Okay. I was actually kind of on board with that until the reveal of the killer. And then I was just rolling my eyes. And I think it still has to do with that meta narrative just kind of being a little too cheesy for me at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, it's time for my close up, Mr. DeVille. You know, it's the, that's the kind of energy I get off of these killers at this point. It's just like, I'm going to make the ending the way I want it, you know, and it mm-hmm. just it mm-hmm. doesn't work for me. So that being Sydney's cousin's, like now it's my turn to have the limelight. I was like, oh god, here we go. Yeah.
1: Now it's Papa's time to shine. Right? <laughs> it's yes. a bit of a stretch, right? It's like, oh, it's Sydney's cousin's roommate's best friend's sister. <laughs> right? like...
0: cue up that spaceball scene. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, like just I'm just like rolling my eyes at that point. And then coming in next, I
2: would put this one: Scream Five, solidly in the middle, right in the middle. So right now we've got three is the worst, four is the the next worst. Mm-hmm. And then Scream 5.
0: Yes. Okay. I will tell you, a little bit of tip of my hat here, mm-hmm. I think that the opening of this film was very good. Ooh. I enjoyed the Part opening. Part 5. Part 5. Okay. I, I really enjoyed it. What we're talking it. about today. Don't get into it. Hold it. <gasps> okay. 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 Hold okay. It. You know Scream 2022. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I enjoyed okay. the opening
2: to that one. Oh,
1: hold on. Let me push this down.
2: Uh, All right. Or Scrum, uh, if you will.
1: Yeah.
0: Scrum 5, yes. Yeah. I, I'm not a fan of the opening in one in the movie theater. I think that was 2. Oh. I didn't care for the opening in 3, which now I don't even remember.
1: Yeah, I can't remember three either.
0: So it's obviously very good, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would say that I think Scream 5 has the best opening since part one.
1: Okay, okay. I'm okay. going to have to all hold right, it because right. we're going to talk about John, it. John, uh, hold I went my to, hand. Yeah, you got I got to tell you what, where's my stress ball? <laughs> where's my stress ball?
0: Coming in at number two, Scream 2. Okay. Hey-o. Yeah, I, I kind of genuinely enjoyed that it was the mother of Billy Loomis that was revealed to be the killer. That kind of made sense, mm-hmm. right? That was still a close enough family. Knit. It's the killer's mother. Yes. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Which one had Courtney Cox with the worst haircut on the planet? Uh, that might have been three. Three. Good yeah. God. I couldn't. Yeah. That might have stopped me from enjoying the movie the most. It was like, I can't stop staring at this cut.
2: This is the worst cut. Can't stop, won't stop. Those yes. bangs, bad boys. What
1: did you do to your bangs? Uh, well, he, yeah, well, what you need to understand is that <laughs> yeah, was. Anytime
2: someone says bangs, I always think of that scene from Mastermind. Like, oh yeah, Ricky banged me out last week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was, it was, you know, the early 2000s. It was a bad I was time. time. Listen, it was the time I was
0: around for yeah. early 2000s. People's, People's hair had. didn't look that bad. Were you back hanging then? out with newscasters? Yeah, though. I wasn't. Yeah, well, you not wa- yet. Not until 2007.
1: Right, but the thing is, it didn't look that bad at the time. Looking back now, I bet you'd be like, oh shit, yeah, that was not a good time.
0: She might as well have been wearing jinkos, you know, the giant parachute
1: pants. Okay, I would. I'd watch any <laughs> I don't want a pair movie. Opening
0: jinkos. Yeah, of course you do. <laughs>
1: any movie that puts Courtney Cox in jinkos, I will buy opening day tickets. Yes. Right. I just want to see that. Current
2: day Courtney Cox. <laughs> any
1: Courtney Cox, I don't care. <laughs> Only if
2: she's hiding puppies under the legs. Jean uh, Cox.
1: Yeah, that's be, uh, the title ooh, of the movie. Bam. Mm. Uh, all right, Hollywood. I've said this a million times. So what's times.
0: number one? What's the best one, Mark? It's got to be Scream One. It did it first. It yeah. had that meta narrative idea first. I think it's just been a little bit reductive ever since. So, number one, great cast, new fresh idea for the Mm mid-90s. Number one, I don't know if we will see it topped. And they have announced they're going in production with Scream 6. In case nobody knew, they're making another one. Yep. It's on the books, fellas. Even though there's a scene in this movie is like, let's end this franchise, basically is what they say. Now, the money was enough, so they're doing a sixth.
1: Ugh, that's like the worst news I've heard since the last time I opened Twitter. <laughs>
2: John, rank them. Go.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Well, obviously, number one is three. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so, I, you know, what? I would agree with Mark for a lot of these. Okay, so uh, worse, I would probably say. Oh, uh, I'm gonna go four. Okay. Uh, then I will say five. Okay. And then it probably much. Then I'd go three, two, one. You know what? That's exactly my list. Yeah. That's exactly
2: where I'm at with it. Scream Four was the worst for me because of that opening. That that opening inside of an opening inside of an opening. I was like, "Fucking kill me!" Oh right. Where they're watching the movie and is then that they're the watching one where the Cotton video gets tape. Killed at the beginning. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. That's three. So that's three. That's three. Okay. Oh
1: right. We couldn't remember three's opening. I still don't really yeah, remember. That's the one it, with Cotton.
2: He's in the. He's in L.A. traffic. In the traffic. And he's like, "Yeah." I'm at home with your wife, and he runs him. He's like Debbie or whatever the fuck her name is, and she's like, "What? I'm
1: naked in the shower. I'm mm. doing Dallas." <laughs> yeah.
2: And um, <laughs> wrong, Debbie. but close. <laughs> And um, yeah, no, that was three. No, four was the one where like it's like a very remake of part one. And then like they pause the movie and then you like realize people are watching that intro. Like, this is so reductive. The last one. It's the stab. And then they get a call and then it's all like then you pan out and it's some stoner watching it on a VHS tape. And he's like, I got this as a copy, man. This is so dumb. And it's like they went meta inside a meta. And then it was like, oh, and you're doing meta inside a meta inside of meta. It was fucking infuriating for and me. your eyes rolled out of your head yeah, at that point. it was
1: point. Anna Paquin, I believe. Was, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Okay. I couldn't deal with that. Like, I was okay with the whole, like, we gotta reboot, we gotta get a younger killer, we gotta kind of, you know, do all this with four. But because of that intro, I was tainted that whole movie. And yes, the whole, like, I'm your cousin and I
1: had to deal with your legacy. Boo, freaking who? It's
2: like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. No.
1: Not to get too far ahead, but that's also one of the problems I have with this movie. If you're tangentially... Related to a serial killer, I don't think that ruins your life.
2: Okay, but, my note is is like is I, I think we've debunked that that kind of stuff is genetic.
1: Yeah, right. that was I wrote no. that as a note yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Is being a serial killer genetic? No. So what are you so stressed about? <laughs> Ed
2: Gein Jr. Ate just as many people as his daddy. Yeah. So out of the series, out of the whole series, what would you say is your um, like your favorite moment? Just overall, like your favorite like concept moment, character that just makes the Scream franchise enjoyable for you?
0: The Drew Barrymore. On the phone is just, just too opening classic. Opening scene of scene one. Yeah. Okay. That's it. That's what makes it good
2: for me. want to play a game. Well, wrong, but yes. I would love if it was Billy on the other side of that phone from mm-hmm. Saw.
1: Yeah, that'd be something.
2: Oh, Billy was the character in the first. Imagine if they just remade uh, Scream 1 with Billy the Puppet from Saw as Billy oh, Loomis. Oh,
1: yeah, that'd be
2: hmm. quite the crossover. <laughs> Scream Saw, kind of like a seesaw. Oh, Scream yeah. Saw. Okay, I'm going to be honest. I think Jamie Kennedy in part two, well, first, Matthew Lillard is my absolute favorite. That dude fucking kills it in one. He's so great. I would watch that movie a million times just because of his character at the end. Mm -hmm. Face it, Sid, you're no Sharon Stone. That shit's rad. But I think Jamie Kennedy in part two really made the franchise for me because he goes with this whole like, look, it's a sequel, and we're still doing the whole meta thing, but the way his character is just like, do you guys not get it? And he really kind of goes, not tongue-in-cheek with it but kind of almost self-aware and then when he he gets killed in two, i thought i thought it was just the way his character arc played out in part two was so uh well done i really think that that matthew were like my absolute favorites i'll John. have to
1: go opening of two i know you don't like it but that movie theater and i think uh you know jada pinkett did such a great job yeah it was jada
2: pinkett yeah that's she right. fucking nailed it i loved her hair back then
1: yeah it was aces I I really like it. But I mean, I think all of the moments y'all have said are great. I mean, Jamie Kennedy, awesome uh, in this franchise. Obviously, Matthew Lillard nailed it. So, But I think, yeah, I think the opening of two was my favorite scream moment. It
2: was a great way to kind of to make it meta, but also not do the same thing with the phone. Yeah. Which every other movie has done to this point. Yeah.
0: Interesting. We've said our favorite moments and they're all from movies that are over 20 years old. Why don't we get into today's movie and see if our minds have changed?
2: With Scrum Five. Or just Scream. The Scrummining. The (laughs) Scrummining. Scrum. The Scrummin. (laughs) I could do this all day.
0: Hey, all you creatures from cyberspace, thanks for joining us on another episode of the Grave Talk Podcast. My name is Mark. Again, joined with Garrett and John. Fellas, we're back with a new one. Mm-hmm. Scream. Just scream.
1: Of course. As much,
0: you know, Scream 1 through 4 came first, but now it's just back to Scream. Listeners, I'm going to call it Scrum 5 all day today, so just deal and know <laughs> that I know what I'm talking about. How are you guys doing today? It's been a bit since we recorded. At least I've been out. Yeah, welcome
1: Won't back.
2: say it's been a while. Mm, I Don't, apologize. Nobody should ever say that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'd say I'm caffeinated. I'm ca- I'm caffeinated today, right. so
2: you're, be prepared. Your uh,
0: your caffeine molecule is up to snuff.
1: Oh, yeah, we are we are at 110 caffeine. I'm not even sure if there's blood left. I'm operating oh. on just pure hatred of this film. No, I'm just kidding, It wasn't that bad? <laughs> uh, just caffeine and uh, and love of talking. Okay. Yeah.
2: Right. So well, let's do it, Garrett. How are you? Also caffeinated and doing really well. Things have been things have been good. All right. Well, what have you guys been up to since last time?
1: Oh, I've been a busy bee. I've watched a lot of movies. and (laughs) You get his busy bee! (laughs) uh, uh, And some of them were even horror movies, believe it or not. No. I know. Get out. Wild, let me tell you. So, uh, as always, I'm going to plug my letterbox for my non-horror movie opinions, but I will hit on a couple. Two Hulu movies I want to recommend. Fresh Came out very recently, I think last weekend from when we are recording this a couple of weekends ago from when it, uh, it'll post. Super good about a lady who goes on a date and it goes uh, wild. I'll just leave it there. Watch the trailer if you want more. Wild good, wild bad. Well, uh, well it's a horror movie, so I'll mm. let you deduce uh, how, how it goes. Uh, but I'll say highly recommend it. That was super enjoyable. Really good movie. And then I watched another one on Hulu called No Exit, which Hulu calls a horror thriller. Uh, it it is not a horror movie, so don't get tricked like I did. But basically, it's about a lady who gets trapped at a visitor center in a snowstorm with uh, a killer, and how they how she has to escape. You off know.
2: general premise, it sounds like it could easily be horror. Yeah, but does, I mean, it, I but could you're see, saying it's more thriller.
1: I could see how it like maybe goes into the home invasion type of horror. I guess if you big tent horror, which I try to be an advocate of, it could fit in, but man, it is like on the, the edge like, of the it's tent. It's like Silence
2: of the Lambs. They call that a, a, a yes. horror thriller. And I'm like, I just don't find that to be a horror at all. That's a thriller. Yeah. With a killer.
1: Uh, so it is, it's very loosely a horror, I'll say, but it was still a good movie. So, uh, I would recommend both of those. Hulu has been uh, just doing some doing some good work lately. So well done, Hulu people,
0: Huluites. Hmm. Well done, Hulu people. L- Hulu Johnson, that's his name. Yeah, but
1: Hi. that's yeah. Welcome
0: to Hulu Land,
1: uh, Mr. Hulu uh, or Mrs. Hulu. I don't know, Miss Hulu. Uh, whatever. Uh, well done, Ms. Hmm. Yeah, well done. Right on. Okay, might have to check out Fresh when
0: I reactivate Hulu.
1: Yeah, I would recommend that one. Mm. Two thumbs. Uh, Two John thumbs up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How do those compare to regular thumbs?
1: Uh, they're much smaller. I have oh. tiny thumbs. It's a curse. Okay.
2: Well, Garrett, what about you? Uh, not much as far as uh, like anything major, but Arrow Video uh, went back to put their stuff on sale again, so I picked up a couple of Arrow movies. Fire uh, sale in the Arrow house, dude, $3 a movie, $3 come dollars on in movies. and pick them up. And some of it is just the most glorious trash you've ever seen. I love it so much. I picked up The Chill Factor, Death Screams, the movie called Killer Nun with Anita Ekberg in it. Hmm. Um, I don't know if you know Anita Ekberg, but... Mwah, ooh la la uh but yeah no it combines my love of uh busty ladies uh, and nuns
1: question about death screams now is it screams that cause death or screams that come from death due to death
2: uh I think it would be your last howl oh. in our plane of existence as you snuff out
1: okay as you die yes
2: if you haven't checked out the <laughs> arrow video like re-releases and stuff like that they have done an amazing job of getting this awesome art on the cover of these things that's what i've been up to watching a lot of trash and uh you know fulfilling my love of uh sexy nuns the mantra
0: of three dollars why not has led me <laughs> to have a garage full of trash yeah so maybe pump the brakes but when in, in case of these movies it's the price of a rental if you're thinking about watching it anyways well just have it for
1: three bucks yeah, that's the beauty of digital hoarding no mm. one has to know you're a hoarder <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, I can't recall anything I've done recently, so let's move on to today's movie, which is Scrum 5, or Scream 2022. This is the first Scream movie in 11 years, Mm. and by Jove, the actors look it,
2: (laughs) you know? No offense, but we all are getting older. Did you see the cover that says Scream, and then they had to put above it, all new movie Because people were getting confused with the original Scream too much. Right.
0: Because, like I said earlier, you have one through four, and then you're doing the reboot of the title. All all because they wanted to make that meta joke in the movie, I believe, is why it happened.
1: Uh, I'm so sick of the just reusing the name again. So now we have to put the year trope. Get over it. It was not great when Halloween did it in 2018, and it's even less great Uh, now. Let's cut Halloween a little bit of slack. No, I'm cutting no slack. It's stupid. Use new names for your shit.
0: I think your your bias towards Mr. Myers is going to let you say that, but yeah. I think John's right. We need well, to have a more... Yes, you're right. <laughs> we need to be more exclusive with our titles and not just reusing the same word.
1: Yeah. So what, again. Jason
2: Goes to Hell? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jason a, Takes Manhattan. Here's the thing yep. about
1: those movies. You don't need to fucking put all new movie on it because we know. We're able to piece that together. <laughs> no, I
2: just like the fact that Scream had to do that for this cover yeah. because it was just yeah. so similar. and People were just like... I get I
0: get part of it. Like, If you think of it from a marketing perspective, you put a number like 10 on it and we're in a 30-year franchise new people may not come to the table to eat right Mm -hmm. so resetting it it's like oh this is a jumping on point for you but i'm sorry like just pick a different word even like the saw what did they do they call it like the book of saw or
2: something right so it's not just the book of saw there you go so it's not just saw which i thought was a great way to to reboot the franchise title wise yeah
1: or even though garrett was making fun of it don't put a number and use a subtitle fine jason takes manhattan okay cool get it that's it could be friday the 13th I mean they used 8, but you don't have to. Jason takes Manhattan. No, All you guys right.
2: are absolutely right. There's there's no reason to basically just to put the same damn title and and cause that confusion. I mean, if you're if you're that far apart, if you're like 20 years later and you're just rebooting from full scratch, then okay, maybe we can talk. But even then, man, oof. Yeah.
0: Well this is the first movie not to be directed by Wes Craven for obvious reason he passed uh, oh, several years ago since the uh, part four came out there was talks of there being a five and six and Wes was involved in those conversations but due to poor box office of number four the uh, Weinstein company or Weinstein company shelved it ultimately that ended up going to MTV for a television series whatever happened to the Weinsteins Oh, no, I'm, just um, kidding. I'm just joking. <laughs> there, was, there was something in the news, hey! maybe some, uh, like a walker, maybe a neck brace involved. I uh, getting flashes. Of... So scream five <laughs> anyway. So the
1: here scream, we are. The scream TV show. I only saw the first season, but it wasn't bad to be honest.
2: It was okay. It was an MTV, right? Yeah.
1: It was an MTV. Yeah. I mean, it was a teen show, right? So don't go in expecting mm-hmm. greatness, but for what it was, it was fine.
0: Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but was Jamie Lee Curtis involved with that TV show?
1: Uh, not in the first season that I remember. Okay. For some reason, I have like a. Are you thinking The Exorcist? You're TV thinking show?
2: A Scream Queens. Or Scream, Scream yeah. Queens. She up Scream Queens. Okay. That's what it was. Which I hear was actually pretty good. Also, I MTV never watched joint. it. I don't know if that was MTV, but I think it might have been. Mm, okay. Yeah. I'm bad at TV, so don't quote me on anything.
1: <laughs> Just <laughs> bad at Yeah. Uh,
0: whatever it involves.
2: <laughs> that's that's Easy E's most famous line. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> so in 2019, the company known as Spyglass Entertainment. You guys may remember that uh, logo. Mm-hmm. Started in the 90s. I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they reformed as the Spyglass Media Group, and they got the rights to scream. They're also going to be responsible for a few more movies coming in the pipe. The Hellraiser project that's in the work, they're working on getting that out. Oh. Uh, they're also working on, and I don't like having to report this to you guys, they're working on a short circuit reboot. What? And I'm what? not happy about that. Because I don't want like a CG Johnny Five. I don't want a different voice for Johnny Five. I just don't want. Put that in with The Last Starfighter and Back to the Future and
2: sink those ideas to the bottom of the ocean and leave them there. Look, it- I know it's incredibly unPC, pc but I would give every dollar in my bank account to have Fisher Stevens come back and do <laughs> the fucking Indian brown face in the the short circuit reboot. I was 32
0: years old when I realized that uh, Benjamin Givari was a white man. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was taking aback. back. I was like, no, it's that guy from the newspaper show from hackers. You mean? Yeah, both. <laughs> he was also the next door neighbor to the guy who got the newspaper a day early. Ooh.
1: Oh, seven days. No, no. That's when he went back in time. Seven days. It was called the early edition. Yeah, yeah. Seven days is a time machine show, though. Also where they That's went back fair. in time. That's uh, fair. It, you know, the 90s were full of time machine shit. And full of white people doing roles that they <laughs> yeah. probably shouldn't. Look, well, I'm not
2: excusing the, the shittiness of Hollywood doing that to people. But at the same time, Fisher Stevens was so iconic and great as that role. I I just, I don't want to imagine it without
0: it. I'm giving him a pass. His explanation was like, look, I wasn't even, that character was not Indian when I was cast for that role. And then they changed it and say, hey, can you do the accent or you lose the job? Yeah. It's like, you know what? You got to work. And he already had the role. I mean, what do you do? Yeah. I'm not not going to
1: hold. I mean, it also was like 40 years ago. Sure. It was a different time. Yeah. I mean, does anybody like legit, is there any demand for a short circuit film. I mean, it's pretty old. I don't think any kids these days know what the fuck a short circuit is. And I think they're going to do it dirty so the parents aren't going to give a shit. So it's just going to flop. So they're just going to piss all over short circuit for no money.
0: Right, exactly. It wastes everybody's time and it'll be another remake forgotten and lost.
2: And it won't be... If you want to reboot something, reboot Police Academy. Police Academy 8, defund the police or some (laughs) shit like that. Only
0: if it's Captain Mahoney. Oh, God. He Com- comes no, back. No, Commissioner look Mahoney. Mahoney. He's Mahoney. actually worked his way up all the way. I like it. Mm-hmm. I'd rather see Chopping Mall get another
2: one.
1: Yeah. I mean. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Killer
2: mall, mall Robots, even though no one goes to the malls. Yeah, that's mall. the hardest part of shopping. Chopping Can Mall. Can we manage a short circuit with that? They bring in Johnny five to stop the killer robot.
1: It's the same
0: movie.
2: Yeah.
1: I can already tell you that the new short circuit remake is going to be like gritty and dark and unnecessary. It's not going to be fun. I bet it. will be like the
2: um, Rob Zombie's The Munsters. It'll actually be PG. You're you're going with a horror remake. No, no. Here's Johnny five. I I
1: don't think it'll be. That'd be great. I don't think it'll be horror, but I don't think it'll be as fun as the original. We just absolutely will
0: not be as fun. No, they
1: just don't know how to make seemingly fun movies like that anymore.
0: So that's what spot. Spyglass
1: is up to. Oh, fuck them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Spyglass, get at us. Uh, Scream, scrum. (laughs) Scrammed, scrimble. So this Scream was directed by a pair of directors who did Ready or Not, which still stands up as one of my favorite movies of the last five years. Uh, Directors Matt Bettinelli-Olfin and Tyler Gillette, written by James Vanderbilt, Guy Busick, the one of the writers that's pinning Final Destination
1: 6. I hope Final Destination 6 is subtitled. The finalist destination.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, at least they're not just calling it Final Destination or the Final. They've already done it. Yeah, they've They've already done both of these. They've
1: screwed that pooch though. That
0: Final Destination.
1: Oh, (laughs) a Final Destination.
0: (laughs) Guy also wrote Ready or Not, so I think these guys came as a package
2: deal to do this one, and that's cool. Like kudos to them. Again, this movie was competently Mm. made. He also wrote some of the Castle Rock episodes. The Stephen uh, King
0: verse yeah, yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never really watched that.
1: That right? shit was, was
2: actually okay. pretty cool. I caught a couple episodes.
1: Wow. So go from Ready or Not to this. Hmm. That's pretty good. Honestly, I mean, hey, this, these guys are getting paid. This is, is a, big, this yeah, is a no. big production. For them, great. Yes. For us, what happened? Is the what quality happened? there?
0: Let's, let's talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, but first, let's get into who's in this. We've let's. got Nev Campbell reprising a role as Sidney Prescott. Courtney Cox as Gail Weathers. David Arquette as Dewey Riley. Did you know Gail Weathers is a weather pattern? No. Was that intentional? Gail Force wins. Gail Force winds. Weathers. Gail Weathers.
1: Oh, yeah. all right. Oh, well. no, it's clever. Get it? Yeah, okay.
0: <laughs> John is not thrilled.
1: <laughs> Look, I love a good pun, but eh.
0: Melissa Barrera as Sam Carpenter. Jack Quaid as Richie Kirsch. Mikey Madison as Amber Freeman. Jenna Ortega as Tara Carpenter. Dylan Minnette as Wes Hicks. You think Carpenter, John Carpenter, Wes Wes Craven, you're seeing some ties there to other people? I think you do. Thumbs down. (laughs) (laughs) Jasmine Savoy Brown as Mindy Meeks Martin. Mason Gooding as Chad Meeks Martin. Sonia Amar as Liv McKenzie. Marley Shelton as Sheriff Judy Hicks. Skeet Ulrich as the ghost. A billion billion wins. And I looked at it and I was like, did they try to de-age him or did yes, they just get they, him back on the no, scene and like, here we go,
2: dude. Okay. Yeah. There was some CG happening on Guess that. Guess what? He still don't look like a teen.
1: <laughs> no, I gotta tell, I think Hollywood's overestimating de-aging technology quite a bit because uh, it's been popping up everywhere and it still doesn't look right. But you know
0: what? I'm glad he got to come
2: back and do a little bit more in this franchise yeah. that, you know, he hadn't been around since part one because he died. Yeah. And you know what? Skeet Ulrich, if you're out there and you guys did not use any kind of like. Effects on your face, and you still A look fine wine aged line, like it, one perfection. Whatever your secret is, hit me yeah. up.
1: Also, if they didn't use any effects, apparently you just look like someone used some effects on you. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: you look CG, uh, John is catty today. <laughs>
1: I guess so. It's the caffeine.
0: <laughs> Currently, you can watch the latest Scream on Paramount. Plus, here's what the description has to say about Scream 2022. 25 years after a streak of brutal murders shocked the quiet town of Woodsboro, a terrifying new killer resurrects the Ghostface mask. As the deaths mount, Woodboro's new targets must seek help from the survivors of the original Ghostface attacks. Now, only Sidney Prescott, former Sheriff Dewey, and reporter Gail Weathers can find a way to stop the killer when everybody, read more. My screenshot, I didn't click.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's see if I still have that up. <laughs> God,
2: you better leave that in. That is fucking great.
0: Anyway, do I really need to read more? We get it. I think We, we get know it. what's
2: up. Whatever. Also, how do you not cast Ghostface Killer from the Wu-Tang Clan in any of these movies? Oh, I know. Yeah, that's a,
1: true. That's a crossover waiting to happen. Yeah. Or at least get Wu-Tang for like a credit song. Oh, a a post-credits rap by Wu-Tang? Yeah, explaining the the plot of the movie. What are they
2: doing with the budget? They're (laughs) wasting it on something. $100 million and no Wu-Tang. What the fuck? It's on Courtney Cox's haircuts.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) That was a $2. (laughs) Uh, Here's what Rotten Tomatoes has for us. 76% of the critics like the movie. Out of 271 reviews, 81% 81% of the audience liked no. it. Oh Whoa. Currently sitting at 2,500
2: plus. Wow. People are just desperate for entertainment nowadays. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I well. mean, honestly, I didn't think, I, I honestly, if the audience and the critics hit it around 70, 75, I'd be like, that makes sense. I'm perfectly like in agreement there. But 80 just seems high for me. Hmm. But I guess this also hits that nostalgia itch for a lot of people. Perhaps. And like I said, this isn't the
0: franchise for me. But I'll tell you outright, I would only recommend part one but that's just someone who doesn't really click and jive with the meta narratives going on.
2: But how many fans out there like love Scream who would never watch a Michael Myers movie or never watch a Jason? You know, like they're like, oh, horror. That's not only me, but because Scream was kind of like more teenish. How many people actually saw Scream as opposed to people who normally don't watch horror? I think but maybe that's why we're seeing a lot more people I involved this in this. I think this
0: movie touches on that. Like right out the gate. It does. They're like, Stab, isn't that garbage series yeah. from 30 years ago? I watched movies like The Baba Duke, and uh-huh. I was like, This movie has a hard on for the goddamn Baba okay. what, is, what do they call it? Holy shit. Uh,
1: elevated, elevated horror. Elevated
0: horror. And I was like, Ooh, fancy. I'll tell you
1: what, my third note uh, was The Baba Duke was born AF. <laughs> Fuck the Baba Duke.
0: The movie says, I still prefer The Baba Duke. And yeah. I said, me too, movie. Me
1: too. <laughs> <Well> <laughs> I'm done. with
0: you. Like, I thought The Babadook was a well-filmed yeah. movie. I thought it had good pacing, but it wasn't scary at yeah. all.
1: It's a good, like... you yeah, know, I if, liked it
0: too, but... If you have
1: insomnia and you're like, oh, I really could f- use something to help me fall asleep, you could put The Babadook on and it'll knock you right I out. I
2: feel like if you talk shit about your movie franchise in the first, like, three minutes, you're not setting a good expectation. It's like, I don't really like movies like that. I prefer The Babadook and Hereditary. And I was like, yo, and you can't... Can, but let's not set the tone that these kind of movies are trash because you're about to show me one of these movies
0: hmm. Yeah. yeah. And they still reference things like Jason Voorhees. And I'm like, man, I new one of those in 12 years. Like, do kids really know who Jason is? I mean, that video game. Yeah, game, sure. But it's well, not
1: what they would reference, though, probably. Yeah. Who would they? I mean, they'd reference Michael Myers because he's the most relevant right now. Most recent, yeah.
0: biggest box office oldie to come back. Yeah. Right? Um, the Saw franchise would probably still be in the oh, discussion, yeah. you know. So, um, yeah, I don't know. But huh. yeah. Overall thoughts on this one, guys, before we jump into the plot.
1: Well, I think you heard from my rating. I mean, I'm I'm not a fan of this movie. You know, we'll get to it, but it had some great kills. It had some good gore. The gore was top notch in this. Say probably the most gore that this franchise has had, right? But just overall, I don't know. It didn't resonate with me, and it felt. I remember like halfway through, I paused it. I was like, holy shit, there's still like an hour left in this movie.
0: Same. (laughs) I was like, no way there's still 45 minutes, but here we go.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So it it feels very long. It tries to be, I think, like too clever by half. It's just like it doesn't have as much to say as it thinks that it has, and it really what it does have to say. I mean, it really shoves it down your throat, just hits you over the head with it. So
0: agreed. I'd like to just get the discussion about the meta narrative out of the way before we get into the plot part. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I don't know how you can separate the two <laughs> in this <know. laughs> movie. But I just our our general thoughts on it before we just get into the plot.
2: Uh, Garrett, what do you think about the movie first, though? So, again, the whole point of Scream was to kind of basically be meta and talk about like, you know, the state of horror and like, you know, that, that general concept of, you know, commentarying on the the genre while playing out a, 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 a tropey, you know, narrative. I thought it worked great in Scream 1. I loved how they built on it in Scream 2 and 3 and they still continued to kind of like build on that. I felt like this one had less to say until we got to the point where she talks about the requels. The character I can't remember her name, but the character who basically is um, Mindy, yeah, Mindy, Jamie Kennedy's like yeah. second niece or whatever the fuck she is, because everybody has to be related in these things, right? Yes, um, I thought that whole conversation it felt a little heavy handed, but I was like, oh, that is actually a very good way to kind of like point out the meta of a modern day horror in this movie. So I thought they did a really good job of capturing that. I felt that they delivered it like like, hey, stop, pay attention, see, this is what we're saying, as opposed to just kind of letting it more organically happen. But I thought that was great. I thought they did a really good job of, you know, updating it to kind of reflect the the current feel of the horror genre. So I'm I'm for it. For me, the meta narrative didn't work.
0: Uh, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that it is revolving around this state of requel, as they call it, the yeah. remake sequel, the rehashing, the, well, the bringing in the fans the old. are still
2: in debate about that, according to our
0: character. Apparently. You know, they even have to go so far as to reference everything that has had one, like Ghostbusters, we got Force Awakens, you know, yeah. we kill off Han Solo. Like, I don't want to hear about that anymore. I lived through that in the last seven <laughs> years, and it's exhausted. I don't. I'm over it. Yep. I'm over that whole discussion. Secondly, I mentioned this in our faculty episode, but that was such a more nuanced blending of those meta narratives into the actual story. Where this is like, Zach Morris
2: walks on screen, and goes time out. And
0: then looks at the audience and goes, Here's what we're doing
2: in well, this one. That's horror. what I'm saying. Jamie Kennedy basically had conversations where he pointed the meta out and less of like, like, Hey, this is meta because of blah, blah, blah. He was more just kind of like, If you pay attention to horror movies, these are the rules. Like in a general kind of like, We're commenting on the movies. This, you're right, had it very much like, See, this is why this is meta. And it felt disjointed.
0: And that made more sense in the 90s because a lot of people weren't really into horror movies. Like that, you know, was still a very niche thing yeah. back then.
1: I think this movie had a very. Uh, uh, difficult kind of uh, like circle to square because I mean, one, the way to do was just not make it. But if they had created a universe where these characters weren't aware of these rules and like hi- almost hyper aware of them, we would have been like, it's so stupid. I mean, they've lived through this so many times. How do they not know about it? Yada, yada, yada. But by putting themselves in that box, it becomes very difficult for them to like, surprise the audience I guess or or have these these things be natural in how the information is delivered to the audience because everyone in the film is already aware of what's being said so like they tried to do it with Mindy redoing like the Jamie Kennedy monologue right about requels and there was like one character there that was like oh you know whatever like wasn't really was supposed to be the audience stand-in who didn't really know about it but it's just didn't land, it didn't land the same way for me personally.
0: Us living through the Ghostbusters debacle, going through Force Awakens, Last Jedi like all these remakes and recalls like we've already done this discussion, yeah. So, for a movie just to have come on screen and then redo, like this is what it is, and it's like, yeah, we know if you pay attention to movies at any degree. <laughs> You know this is going on.
1: Yeah, I would. I, I do think they did. They did a better job talking or alluding to uh, like the whole toxic fandom part of it. Because I do think that that is like legitimate, actual, like real life problem of people who make these franchises their whole personality and can't separate criticism of a of a franchise with like criticism of themselves.
2: When that was the reveal, that was right. the the ending kind of reveal. Which I thought was clever.
1: Yes, I did. I thought they had more to say there, and it was done better than what they really wanted to blabber on about forever was requels. And it's also like film, and I guess it's supposed to be the joke or whatever, but it's like, you're bitching about exactly what you are.
0: I'm I'm still on the fence about toxic fandom being as big of an issue as it, as it is claimed to be. I think it's more of a vocal minority. You know, everybody has a megaphone. Sure. And there's a lot more of that screaming happening in the internet space than I ever see anywhere.
1: Well, yeah, you I mean, know? the internet's where it happens, but I mean, that vocal minority is big enough that if you find yourself on the wrong side of these toxic fandoms, it is a very uh, traumatizing experience for people. Uh, you know, like the actress or the actress who played the character Rose in Star Wars, who just was, I mean, just abused and bullied online to the point where they like cut her out of the third movie. Dude, what's his face that played Anakin? Yeah. Oh, kid. yeah. I mean, he came back in Silicon Valley, but
2: I hadn't seen him since. And I know that he had like all sorts of bullshit. You know, like again, there there definitely is a conversation to be had there. We could we could deep dive that for probably an hour, but I don't think we we need to go into it that far. But uh, again, though, like I I asked this, though, is is this for us, though? Is this for it's just like Star Wars? Look, I could give two fucks about most Star Wars stuff, except for the book of Boba Fett. That was actually pretty cool. And that opening song fucking slaps. But I didn't enjoy the the first prequel to Star Wars, but there's a lot of young kids who love that shit, you know, like, so I don't know. I feel like maybe we're seeing this from like older tinted glasses. And so maybe we're losing some of what may be like kind of fresh for like a younger audience who didn't grow up with Scream 1 or the, the, the drought of horror movies at that time. So I don't know. I'm, I'm wondering if we're just missing... The impact because of our age and our exposure.
0: I think these mega franchises need every single pair of eyes that they can get. So if it's not for us, then they're not going to be mega. They're not going to be Star Wars anymore if they don't have the numbers. It's just the facts.
2: Oh, I mean, that's a fair take. So, if
0: you're making a product for a different audience and you're skewing it from the fans, if you will, or the older demographic,
2: or whatever, then
0: you're not going to make that
2: money. But you also run into the problem of older fans just never being happy with anything. They just want the some fans just want the same shit over. Like that's what I love about Marvel. But movies. that
0: Mandalorian, huh? There's still um, a way to make it for yeah, everybody. Like it, the Mandalorian
2: right. was slick. No, 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 no doubt, no doubt. But I'm saying like yeah. that's what I love about Marvel movies, though, is they take these established stories and they they tweak them. They make them different enough to where you're not getting the same things you already know. So I don't know. I, again, we could have a whole long discussion on this concept. We should probably get back to Scrum. Sure.
1: But before we get to the plot, I would be interested to know, did any of y'all predict the Killers? I M- got one. My wife one.
2: did. Really? She got both of them? <laughs> one. Uh,
1: I got Thank one. You, yeah. Thank you, Mark.
2: Thank you. Yeah, no, uh, she called it. <laughs> I was dead wrong. I totally called it early on, and I was like, nope. I was hoping for three killers.
1: Oh, see, that would up have been a fresh Annie, take. You know, yeah. instead
2: of two every time. It's five say, killers. You say up the Annie in these movies? You got to up the Annie. Yeah. Yeah. Jamie Kennedy says that in part two.
1: Yeah. It's true. five, five killers. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> everyone <laughs> is suspect, <laughs> and everyone is a, it's killer. a killer.
0: We're in a town of killers. This oh. whole city is killing.
2: Imagine. Did, did anybody think Dewey or Courtney Cox were the actual killers? Though? Absolutely. Not. No. Okay. I wondered if anybody actually thought that maybe these returning characters might have been the killers.
1: I'll tell you who my predictions were and then we can say who was right. Then we could each say. So I thought it was Liv and uh the guy Which one's Liv? Liv was the one with the pink hair.
2: Okay. The bitchy one who was the girlfriend of the, the yeah. jock. Okay.
1: And the guy and I called the guy, the, the guy who from okay. Boys, whatever his name is. The so, boyfriend. The boyfriend. He was super, I was like so obvious. I was like, at first I was like, this is like some red herring shit. It's too obvious, but no, the movie wasn't.
0: Well, you get the young, fresh faced uh, Quaid from Boys, yeah. you know, to be this nice character in this movie. Yeah, there's something not right here. I yeah. think you may be more than you pretend to be. Uh, but no, I, w- I predicted Richie and Tara. I was really hoping oh. it was going to be the sister who was injured at the beginning. I was hoping the movie was going to try to mimic the Billy and Stu ending where they were hurting each other. Mm-hmm. I was hoping that the ghost face thing at the beginning was all a prank or no, oh. I'm sorry, a staged you know attack
2: where she was actually in on it. So I thought the same thing. I definitely thought that the uh, the younger sister was part of it because. She's like, you know, you left me like way back in mm-hmm. the day. And it's like, you're coming back. Like she seemed excited about that. I thought this was a a, a ruse to get her to come back to Woodsboro because she ran away. Right. Her working with the boyfriend makes way more sense. See, I thought she left. The, the younger sister was like abused or something like that. And then this was her revenge for her sister, uh, quote unquote, abandoning her.
0: And also there's moments in this movie where she cannot move a wheelchair. But the next time she gets oh. out to get her inhaler and is on a fucking crutch. I'm sorry, that don't add up. If your body's broken in a wheelchair, you're not going to use crutches. I watched this
2: with Alex, and that was one of her biggest. She's like what are you doing? Like, some consistency with your movement would
0: be nice. This movie is riddled with bad decisions and illogical choices.
1: Yes. Well, okay, the wheelchair scene, that was one of the worst, because she has a perfectly functioning leg that she could just use to move the wheelchair. (laughs) She did not need to use her, like, fucking bloody hand.
0: I know as a kid, everybody's hopped in a wheelchair, turned it backwards, and then scooted themselves as fast as they could across a floor. Uh,
1: So that, uh, yes, that was such a stupid, stupid scene. And then 20 minutes, Later, she's swinging her crutch around and just fucking <laughs> superwoman. Uh, but there's all kinds of problems like that. Like this movie, that's one of the main Hollywood sins of bulletproof vests negate bullets. If you get shot with a bulletproof vest, everything is fine. And not that it will break your ribs or cause severe injuries and bruising, you just get shot and you just walk. You well, you fall down for a few minutes and then you walk it off.
2: You're not allowed to move for at yeah. least a minute or two. Okay, so that was actually one of the things that like annoyed us the most is like people would get shot and they'd sit there perfectly still while people fought and then the moment they'd like, win that fight, they'd be like, I'm mobile all of a sudden. It's like, dude, like at the end when, yeah. the, when Sid and um, Gail mm-hmm. are yeah. in the kitchen after that whole thing we'll talk about, and they just don't come out to help anybody. And it's like, guys, you're <laughs> up and about. Like you won yes. your fight. Like let's go help the person having a gunfight in the other room.
1: It felt so like you could see through the to the to the movie making process where they were waiting for their cue to come yes. in. It that's felt it so felt like, ridiculous. ridiculous. It happened
0: multiple times too. Even <laughs> yeah. the, hospital the hospital scene with yeah. Dewey and yes. Richie on the floor. Um, so anyway, that's basically how uh, uh, we got it wrong. The killers. Yes. How does this one kick off, John? This uh, scream opening, which you thought wasn't the best of the yeah, franchise, I gave it a. S- Scene opens with a phone ringing. No escape. Oh. Yeah. Tell me if you've heard this one.
1: <laughs> yeah. Stop me if you've heard this before. <clears throat> well, it takes place in modern times, and yet they still have a house phone. So it. Landlines. This Landline.
2: is, Landline. is this Andy with Solartech. Have you thought about getting solar panels for your, do you rent or own your home? Yeah. That's the only company's calling landlines right. anymore.
1: <laughs> I'm here to talk to you about your car's extended warranty. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the uh, government has decided to end student loan yeah. payments.
1: But it does start right, with uh, Tara. She's in the kitchen, very reminiscent of the first one. She's not making popcorn. I don't know what, she, I don't remember what she's doing in the kitchen. Her.
0: futzing around. Yeah,
1: she's futzing around. Exactly. She's texting her friend, Amber. And the landline rings and she does the most believable thing in this movie. She's like, decline. (laughs) Well, it's
0: got caller ID, right? It says unknown caller or something like that. She's
1: like, this is definitely spam. Decline. Uh, Then like 30 seconds later, it rings again. And she's like, all right, I guess I'm going to answer it this time. Uh, so she answers it, and we get the our introduction to Ghostface, who-
2: this, The same premise that we've seen in all the movies is like, I want to play a game. Well, like, it's a guy pretending to be her mother's boyfriend. Right. Well, she- Well, she thinks. She thinks. Yeah. Is your mom there?
1: Uh, yeah. And she's like, no, who is this? Oh, I met her at group, and then- she's like oh my mom's going to group therapy uh, what kind of group is it a and he's like oh I can't tell you da da and Which would, I
0: feel like you would have known that information if your mother was leaving for a weekly meeting of some
2: sort <laughs> yeah also in the in the time of cell phones you've been attacked your daughter's been attacked by a ghost face killer if you will not the ghost face killer, but um, and you're in Paris giving a presentation. Someone's getting a hold of you within seven days to let you know your daughter's in the fucking hospital. This mom is like, no, you're talking about after this. Yes. After this scene. But mm. like, again, this one, thing that also bothered me in the movie is like. Like we've reached out to your mom. It's like call her cell phone, leave a message. I guarantee you, she's gonna be back on a plane that night to That's see. That's another your time zone, bro.
1: Yeah, there's all kinds of logistical problems. Also, mm. I don't know how old Tara is. She seems pretty young to be left alone for seven days, and I,
0: also very young to be a love interest for that kid with the blonde hair. Yeah, I was like, too. I am not okay with whatever's happening uh, here. So West, that character's yeah, name is.
1: Uh, so they're very weird about the ages, but I don't. She's
0: 10 and 14 at the same time, I think. I don't know. But
1: either of those ages, still, you can't leave your kid alone for a week. And who's signing all... Who's her legal guardian? I mean, let's talk about the law of this film when she's in the hospital, okay? No, we talk about HIPAA. No, I'm just kidding. We basically (laughs) get the
2: same scene as, like, part one, where, like, the killer asks questions about... But this time it's about the movie Stab.
1: Right. So they bullshit, da-da-da-da-da. And then he starts getting weird, and she hangs up on him, and he calls back. This isn't fucking funny, Amber.
2: I told you, this isn't Amber. Amber's looking particularly fetching tonight. She really shouldn't leave her phone lying around for anyone to clone. What do you want? I told you, I want to play a game. Stab movie trivia, three rounds. You call the cops, she dies. You get a question wrong, she dies. Her parents aren't home. I can be in that room in 15 seconds. You want a warm up question?
1: And she's like, look, I told you I don't know about Stab. I like elevated horror. Let's talk about Hereditary or the Babadook or whatever other... It follows, I think she said. Leprechaun in space. Oh, I would kill at that trivia. Uh, you, you would all be saved if it were a leprechaun <laughs> in space. No problems. He's like, well, too bad. You're fucking doing Stab. Here's an easy one. And he gives her some basic question. Like, what's the main character's name? And she's like, oh, Sydney Prescott. I got it. I'm the best at this. No problem. So she gets one question right, two question right, and then exactly like in Scream, the OG, she gets the third question wrong, right? You go, who is the killer in Stab? And she says, oh, fucking, it's Billy Loomis, duh. And, and I win, shithead, yeah. like
0: immediately starts cursing <laughs> the guy. I was like, you're really going to insult the guy who's threatening your friend? Right.
1: She's like, fuck you, guy. Uh, and he's like, oh, so close, but y'all forgot about Stu. And she's like, oh, fuck. And so she hangs up and she tries to call the police. And then she uses like her smart lock. To lock all the doors. And this is why I would never have smart locks because now they get in this little tug-of-war game of all oh, locks locked, all oh, locks unlocked. Right, well, so she, she goes, opens she goes the door. For, she's yeah. about she to run
0: the there
2: to her friend's Amber house and then Ghostface is right there. And she's yeah. like, ah, oh, shit. Surprise. Right. And then she closes the door, does the, the, the safe lock, yeah. and then her, her locks unlock. So the killer has an ability to use his, his cell phone to unlock her locks too, which doesn't seem very safe. Right.
1: No, but mm-hmm. if it was maybe her best friend... Might Maybe, but still, I don't think
2: these apps you can just like I mean I guess you can give access but you have to give access to these apps yeah. you can't just like hack into someone's account I mean unless you have their again it, it's problematic but the long and short of it is Ghostface is there and she locks her doors again Yeah.
0: and then it's seemingly quiet for a minute and then she gets another phone call You know, on the line it's like
2: B- bonus question for you Todd. I love the bonus question presentation the way he said it do you think I made it inside your house <laughs> before you could rearm me <laughs>
0: boom stabs her right and this movie does this multiple times but there's a point where you hear the conversation on the phone loud and clear and this dude is in the same Mm -hmm. room with the other one on the other line it's like wouldn't you have heard the voice around the corner well, mm. unless
1: there's two killers and she's talking to the one and they somehow, you know, choreographed this dance. Oh, they would have had to practice for months
2: <laughs> to get it that clean. You don't think these obsessive fans practice this for months. Oh, they're all over it.
1: But I'm with you. It doesn't make a lot of sense. What also does is you hear the cops coming in the background. We see Ghostface stabbing Tara and then it like cuts to Sam and we find out that Tara didn't die, but not how she didn't die.
2: One of my notes is all like, man, you're a bad killer if you can't kill the person you're killing.
0: She takes a stab to the gut. She takes a stab through the hand? hand and she gets stabbed in the back like three times. Yeah, She takes a stab like no problem.
1: So <sighs> it doesn't make any sense. And uh... well, one of
0: my powers is cushion. I'm <sighs> really good at it. But yeah, it's, it's, it's very strange. Now, do you think she was meant to die? But no, because they were trying to lure the, her sister back
2: in, right? So maybe they were going around the vital organs in the stabs? I guess. Uh, I don't know. Like, that was that was not clear. The reason they wanted her back, uh, Sam, it didn't really make a lot of sense. It's like, you could have done the same thing that you're doing here without bringing Sam back. Yeah.
1: Also, they could have killed her sister, and then she would have had to come back for her sister's funeral. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She would have like, still been in. So I don't... I, so
0: maybe she was meant to die, because either one of those options would have got Sam back to town. Right.
1: But, yeah. I mean, did he, like, stab the Ghostface face stab her like a bunch? Of times, And I was like, all right, I'm out of here. And like, just didn't, I mean, he's proven. I say he, well, they, it was
0: a hard cut. We didn't get to see yes. what happens. And should we just get a phone call? It's supposed to be ambiguous. Yeah, it's We terrifying. get cut to a, the sister who's over in another town working at a bowling alley, yeah. leaving her shift. She gets in a car with her boyfriend, Richie. They get a phone call saying your sister's in the hospital. So they are like, yes, of course I'm coming over. And that was She's a call from Bakersfield, like- California. I was like, ugh, Bakersfield. <laughs> so Tara has a knit group of friends, and one of them calls Sam. They're on their way back to town. Sam and her boyfriend. Richie.
2: Right. Richie.
1: And then we cut to the- The
2: high school friends. Yeah. And all like, tr- Our girl got stabbed. What are we going to do? And, do you like any of these characters? No. I was like, I cannot I
1: wait for them all to be stabbed. They
2: all suck. As per tradition. Yeah. I liked the twins. Yeah. I There's thought only they were one. Great. What?
1: Who has had a twin? The girl. The girl and the, the girl guy. And the boy. The the. Jock Mindy and Mindy. And, uh, oh, they were twins. Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh. They were twins. I just thought brother and sister, I did not well, hear the word they, twin. I think they said the word twins at some yeah, point. Yeah, they, they called them like, twins, yeah. but- they, no, one, no one at any point said twin powers activate, so I didn't get that, okay? <laughs> yeah, and they
1: weren't your Doubleman twins, but they were twins.
0: <laughs> I thought they were great. When we were first introduced to the characters, they're sitting outside school. Yes, yeah, that's one. What, that's what and what then I mean. this, like, muscle car comes up.
1: Yeah, this guy drives, like, straight. He's, like, really channeling his inner McConaughey, right? Like, I get older, they stay the same age. He's
0: definitely that guy from, uh, <laughs> not fear and loathing. Um, uh,
1: fucking. Um. Uh. She takes off her bikini. All right. All right.
2: All right. You're talking about dazed and confused. Dazed and confused. Dazed yes, and confused.
1: he drove right out of dazed and confused onto scream, <laughs> uh, and he's just standing around being creepy. Where's that Requel and This is this <laughs> yeah. is Stu,
2: This is Stu's like nephew.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. When we're revealed that every single one of these new characters is related somehow to
2: someone in a previous movie.
1: And I knew for sure this guy wasn't the killer because they wanted us to think he was the killer so bad.
2: (laughs) And what's the name of the the boy twin? Chad. Chad. Chad was all like, I could have, you know, like if he walks over here, I'll give him a little Hobbs and Shaw referring to his Mm. like his muscles, his arm muscles. And I was like, first off, terrible name for your arm guns. All right, it's, What's Marcus, it's Marcus Burnett and Mike Lowry. Your bad boys. Okay? okay.
1: The problem with Hobbs and Shaw also indicates that one of his arms is gigantic. <laughs> one of them <laughs> is just sort of regular size. Also one is British. Yeah. That's also huh. weird.
0: As I, someone uh, who doesn't work out, my guns are called Hackle and Jackle. Yeah. named
1: right.
2: after a couple of old cartoon crows. I, I have a note here that like, all right, be sure to ask the guys what they'd name their guns. A
1: little bit of Tom, a little bit of Jerry. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Alex. Alex wants to get knuckle tattoos and say Lucy and Ethel. Oh, bam. <laughs> I was perfect. like, yo, know, that's great.
0: You know, your Tom and Jerry one has got to be a little teeny tiny arm. Yeah, well,
1: Jerry and Jerry doesn't He's really... He's an opener and his closer.
0: <laughs> what are the Ben and Jerry? Oh, oh Ben and Jerry. fat arms, That's you know?
1: more accurate. His arms are full of ice cream. <laughs> Gonna get hit softly and mushily. <laughs> <laughs> so you find
2: out that, that homeboy on the, the Trans Am hooked up with one of the high school with girls. With live. Sure.
1: Who's dating Chad. names mean
2: nothing at this point. <laughs> uh,
1: so yeah, I have all their names, whatever. But Liv hooked up with this guy over the summer, like this swarmy dude. Uh, swarmy dude, <laughs> like, like
0: he's bees? <laughs> you mean
1: swarmy, swarmy, yes, Smarmy? whatever. Smarmy, what I uh, okay, look, it's not like I talk for a living, okay, y'all. Uh, this slimy dude, how about that? This okay. creeper dude, right. this just guy who should not be sleeping with high schoolers. And uh, and Chad, that's where Chad talks about his bullshit. We get a little bit about everyone's personality and who's going to be the, like, who's who of this group. Uh, you know, what trope are you? Uh, so we got our jock, our sort of preppy guy, the Jamie Kennedy girl, uh, the, like, really stuck-up uh, girlfriend. Uh, and Wes is, like, Tara's boyfriend, but there's some sort of, like,
0: not happening between them like yeah. they keep making fun it's like oh Wes keeps hanging around and he keeps bugging me like this came up during the phone conversation with Amber
1: oh. with Tara
0: so there's some like love interest like he's now it's not that the boyfriend will, it's the whole moonlight it's a will they won't yeah.
2: they kind of thing
1: yeah so it was like the you know, and Ross guy, and Rachel of this movie oh, there
2: you go <laughs> yeah. or the Gail Weathers and Dewey of the oh. movie can we just hurry up and get through this fucking opening shit so we can right. talk about Gail Weathers I do want to say that I was
0: like where did this Wes guy I, I recognize him from something he was in Don't Breathe
1: Oh, okay. He
0: was one of the three burglars.
1: Uh, And for our musical fans, Sam was in the In the Heights movie. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I didn't
0: see it, but I wanted to give you one back.
1: Thanks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, if you watch that movie and then watch this movie, you could pretend that she went out to Stanford on the West Coast and uh, this happened to her. Anyway. uh,
2: Anyway.
1: So next they cut to a bar, but it's like an underage bar because high schoolers can go there too. Uh, and they're continuing their bullshit, and uh, the slimy guy comes in, and he gets in an argument with Chad.
2: Basically, he's like, she was too young for you. Why are you hanging around high school kids? Get the fuck out of here. And he pulls and a did, knife. Yeah. Switchblade. Hmm.
1: Right. So he's, go, he's coming to give the Hobbs and Shaw, and gets sidetracked by you know almost getting stabbed. And we're like, okay, this guy's got a knife. Interesting. Still not the killer.
2: When you come at the family, you get the Hobbs and Shaw. Bam. The swarmy dude <laughs> goes Thank outside you. and is pissing against the building because obviously he's a drunk yeah, also. Swarmy behavior. His Trans Am lights go on as he's peeing up against the wall. So he's now illuminated against the wall. He's like, who's in my car? Get the fuck out of there. He goes over there. No one's in his car. And then out of nowhere, smash mode. No, is Ghost face pops out and just stabs the fuck out of this. The dude. quickest
1: jab. Yeah. It yeah. was like in and out. And right out. in the neck. Super realistic murder. No,
2: it's uh, so clean. It was like surgical level, like boop. Yeah. I was like, whoa, that's rad.
1: And this guy commits also one of the more basic movie sins of someone's revving their engine at you and you're just going to walk directly in front of the car at it with your hands It's his open.
2: car though. So <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he's a little concerned.
1: Well, sure. Come at it diagonally. So if someone hits the gas, they don't just run you I over. I thought
2: he was going to be smashed against the wall. Yeah. That's what I thought, what I thought, gonna, thought like, too. Smash him against the wall and like break his lower oh, half.
1: I was like, oh, this is uh, like, uh, I know what you did last summer type thing but no nope nope he gets stabbed in the neck awesomely well not awesome for him but awesome for us out
2: he bleeds out
1: and we see it all and he dies very slowly and we're like oh shit chad
0: Mm. Mm. which one is the killer the two killers are hobbs and shaw (laughs) (laughs) at this point we're starting to see that sam is seeing billy loomis like they start to reveal that she's seeing is she
2: crazy? Because her and Richie are on the way back to Woodsboro, mm-hmm. and she's kind of given a little history of like, well, you know, I left because some bullshit, and blah blah blah. Not really going into super detail. Right, Richie's
0: like, "Is there any reason the killers would target your family?" She's like,
2: "No." Yeah, and in hindsight, <laughs> like, okay. you're
0: like, "Oh, what a dick!" I knew immediately. Like, of course, there's a reason. Come
1: yeah. on. Would you like, uh, and now especially knowing you know who the killer is, it's like you may as well have just been like, "Would you happen to be related to Billy Loomis?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> it seems like everybody else knew anyway. Yeah. Like as soon as they meet Sid- And he's like,
2: I know, daughter of Billy Loomis. Let's go.
1: Yeah, right? Like, it was the worst kept secret, apparently, uh, in the whole world.
2: We see her, like, basically sit in the car, and then she sees Billy Loomis in the backseat. Like, through the rearview mirror, right? And I I didn't know what was going on at first. I was like, oh, what the shit? I was like, why is she seeing Billy Loomis? And then, like, again, as I started to realize everyone was related to everyone, I was like, oh, Mm -hmm.
0: she's totally related to Billy. And I assumed she was nuts until one of the final scenes of the movie. I was like... It really was a ghost.
1: Yeah, I was like, "Oh, wait, like was a- it really?"
0: You tell me when yeah. we get there.
1: Yeah, uh, I was like, "Oh, it must be a force ghost." <laughs> uh.
2: But yeah, so Billy's just kind of like. You, you just see him. He doesn't say anything at this point. And you're just like, uh-oh, she's seeing visions of Billy. And I was like, that's kind of weird. Yeah. And then they get to the hospital. And it's like the next she, morning. and they yeah, All him. the friends are in the, the the hospital room with Tara. And Sam's there. And she's like, I sh- never should have left you. And she's like, but you did, you dumb bitch. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> crazy. And uh, then yeah. the friends are like, give her kind of the third degree. Uh, Yeah, they're like, who
1: the fuck are you, bitch? And again, I didn't
2: know if they knew Sarah at all.
0: So Well, no, they do say. They say that Sam... Not used to
2: babysit. Sam yeah.
0: used to babysit all of them when they were younger. Yeah. And there's like,
2: yeah, she let me wear a Pokemon onesie. And I was like, Buff. yeah, the jockets to say that. It's right. like, <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, cool. But then they send them all away. And then it's just Sam and Tara kind of doing the catch up thing. Yeah. And they reveal why Sam left. And she's like, I went up in the attic and I found mama's diary. And, and I betrayed I,
1: her trust and read it. <laughs> and
0: daddy wasn't really my daddy. And he was behind me when I said that. And that's what ruined our family. Which I don't see why it would be a problem.
1: Yeah, because then she goes back to her boyfriend and she's like, does it creep you out that my dad was a serial killer? And instead of being like, no, it doesn't affect me at all because you never met this guy and being a serial killer is not genetic, he goes, kind of. Like, all right, you fucking dick.
2: (laughs) Also, that means Billy was fucking someone else in high school when he was trying to fuck Sydney.
1: Yes. I mean, look, it doesn't make any sense. And I also... I said this to my wife. I was like, if you go back and watch Scream, I don't think there was a Hispanic person in one frame of that movie. Not in the background, not anywhere. So I don't know where he found this Hispanic woman to knock up or whatever. Hmm. I'm just
2: saying like, that's the thing that kind of like made me go like, wait a minute. So he had to be having sex in high school because if Billy Loomis was her dad. He dies in Scream. Yeah. So like it had been, to be during high school that he had at 17 and
0: you're not the father. What is that? Uh, <laughs> Amori Povich? Amori, yeah. we need a Maury Povich moment. <laughs>
1: uh, Semi important. Cause it does come up a lot, but in the car ride, it's also revealed uh, that uh, Richie had never quote unquote, never seen or heard of the stab movies. Um, so he's like, cause she's like, Oh, you don't know about the stab movie. You've never seen him. He's like, uh, no, I don't watch those kind of movies. And then he's later on, he's watching stab movies on Netflix as an As an alibi. Can
2: we point out that every time there's a TV or a music radio or anything like that, it's always stab that's playing on a TV. Like, no one watches anything but stab in Woodsboro.
0: Right. So, A, he should have seen him. B, he did actually see him because it's revealed he's a killer. Yeah. Um, Why uh, are they showing? They're just... It's for the audience to see, like, oh, now he's doing his research because he never saw him. It's like the fucking...
1: Right. It's to try to throw you off the trail, right? Because his alibi, he's constantly, like, whenever something creepy or whenever Ghostface is around, he's like, oh... I was watching Stab. It's uh I was watching Stab Seven or whatever. Uh, so that's play that comes up throughout the movie, so I want to make sure we touched on that. At some point, Sam goes to like the hospital break room.
2: Which is this hospital is empty twenty four seven after five PM. Yeah, the vacant. Yeah. No one gets. I don't hurt. know why I said twenty four seven after five PM. <laughs> that is not twenty four seven. But yes, the hospital is just always fucking empty.
0: There's no injuries in Woodsboro.
1: Yes. Well all right. I'm not one to defend this movie, but okay. after after this scene, they explain it being empty because the cop goes, and oh, we're going to move her to a private floor. So they empty out a whole floor okay. just for, for Tara.
0: Hey, hey, I.E., we don't want to pay the extras. Right.
1: So anyway, she goes to this break room and she gets a phone call and lo and behold, it's fucking Ghostface. And Sam does not, like, have any time for his shit. Eventually, it turns out that Ghostface is just chilling behind the door, the break room door, and he jumps out at her, goes to stab her,
0: totally fails. Another instance where you would have heard that person's voice in the room with you while
2: also on the phone.
1: And how long was he behind the door?
2: So 17 years. Have you guys ever tried to get a Ghostface outfit on? Because the the costume became popular. I've tried to put one on at one point. Those things are hard to get on and off quickly. Makes sense. These people are not able to just... So, like velcro rip off their outfits and be in a ghost-faced outfit like yeah
1: a lot yeah. of fabric they they get in a scuffle in the break
2: room she finds sam th- pushes a table and knocks ghost-faced over and again this is what baffles me about the ghost-faced killer in these movies is sometimes they're as weak as a fucking drugged kitten and other times they've got hulk strength yeah. and i'm like yo there's no consistency especially
0: here. since every ghost faced is somebody else It's not the same person under the mask.
1: Yeah. I guess we could play this game of who's in the Ghostface costume at any particular time.
0: Uh,
1: So this had to have been Richie. You think so?
0: I thought it was Amber because she was banished. Remember, Tara's like, everybody but Sam leave. Yeah, because
2: the moment she runs out of the, uh, the break room, Richie walks up and is like, hey, where were you? You know, it's uh, okay. okay. Like, I, was, I went to go check the front desk or whatever the fuck. Huh,
1: so when is Richie Ghostface? Because he's also not Ghostface with Dewey.
2: Richie couldn't have been the kill with the, at the bar. Yeah, so Richie was there.
1: Oh yeah, Because he's in the car. What's
2: her face was in the the hospital break room. What's her face with with Dewey? I think Richie was the one that killed Dewey.
1: No, it wasn't because at later on when Amber's mocking Gale. She g- gives all the details. Oh yeah,
2: dude! You know what? The right. girl's Ghost really face, pulling most of the weight in this Ghost thing. Face, Richie's just kind of phoning
0: it in. Ghostface cuts Richie's arm in that scene. Oh yeah, when yeah. Dies. Oh yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right.
1: Wow! I think oh. she was
0: heavily Ghostface. So though.
1: I guess Richie kills the, the sheriff. I can
0: give you that because he's support- Richie probably killed uh, the cop. Yeah. 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 The, okay.
1: The blonde cop. Yeah, so Richie was not pulling any weight here, especially Mm -mm. considering he talks about, like, he's
2: driving the whole fucking thing. Typical man taking credit for a woman's work. You know, especially in Hollywood. Jeez. can't it's believe. so meta. Why is it still happening?
0: It shouldn't be. Yeah.
2: Which Anyways, so she gets attacked, and now they've got to go talk to Dewey because if anyone can shed some light on what needs to happen in these kind of situations, it's gotta be someone who went through it multiple times. Yeah.
0: Let me now, tell you something. Having watched all these scream movies, Dewey is fucking useless. He's he was not the worst g- sheriff
1: except in it, four. Well, yes, for sure. But in this, he calls it in one second. He's like, rule number one, it's the love interest.
0: <laughs> right. I did appreciate the movie
2: being like, aha, we're telling you. Right now, yeah. who it is? Look, he almost died in a wrestling accident. You guys, cut him some slack. We're not talking real life here. Yeah, see, he gives her. He
1: gives. He gives three rules. Don't trust the love
2: interest. I was so pissed. These were not the Gremlin rules. Uh, yeah. I wish he would have like. Don't feed him after midnight. Don't uh, get him in water. It's also, all also I, important rules. Yes.
1: Yes. No. That's the key. But then we break into what constitutes after midnight. But anyway, <laughs> don't trust the don't trust the love interest. Always related to something in the past, and always part of a friend group. Uh, So those are the rules. And they're like, look, can you come back with us and help us figure this out? And he's like, lady, I was stabbed nine times.
2: Also, I'm busy drinking. Yeah. And watching my old fiance on TV. And let's, let's take a second here, though. David Arquette fucking is awesome in this role. He is so good. He plays... Aged, this is given his best performance as Dewey so far. Yeah. I and even as Dewey, a bumbling idiot, he does really good at that And the first ones too. I, I really think David Arquette is kind of underrated in these movies because he really does carry a lot of these movies on his back.
1: Oh, I'm team Dewey through and through. When, yeah. I mean, Mark's already said it, I think, or somebody did. He's but, team Dewey, you're team Huey, I'm team yeah. Huey. When, when Dewey dies, I'm I'm, Dewey I'm I, was, okay. oh, <laughs> I was like, damn, Dewey died? And then later, Gil gets shot and I was like, fucking thank God.
0: <laughs> My biggest issue with the scream narrative going from movie to movie is I'm just tired of the Gale Weathers doing conflict I don't now it's not gonna happen anymore as going forward but I was like we already did this in one we already did this in two we did it in three we did it in four you know, I'm, eh. well, one wasn't so it, bad because
1: it was like a will they won't they. Ride, I get it, okay. budding of romance. But, but after three, that, that was like I the liked
2: two because you actually like like hey, look, this relationship really has conflict. It really probably shouldn't have been. I liked them playing that. But out. when
0: you get to three, you're like, we're still yes, doing and this. And three,
2: you're like, get the fuck over Yeah, guys. I'm with you there. But so Dewey decides that like, hey, look, I'm not getting involved. I'm a disgraced cop. You know, like I, I've got nothing else going. Or sheriff. You know, like he's like, you got to do this on your own. I can't get involved.
1: And so they leave. He's like, I'm old, I have a limp, but he also, his limp decreased throughout the franchise because uh, he was barely limping in this movie.
2: <laughs> a lot of physical therapy. Yeah. Uh, so he calls Sidney Prescott, um, who I guess lives somewhere else now. Um, and Wouldn't he, you? I mean, I get that. No, no, point. I get that, but I'm just saying like she's running with her kids.
0: There was then, a, there was a moment in the movie I was like, is Tara and Sam supposed to be Sidney's kids? I thought so too. At some point, but yeah. I was like, Well, that wouldn't quite make sense unless she had a kid like they
2: would have said something and scream four, you know. Yeah, she
1: well, she would have had to have a kid and like scream. Too, but well, I not think
2: they'd go with that because the, the 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 niece in part four, I was like, they're not going to go related to Sydney in this. I knew that well, was going to be. I had a
0: whole um, theory story. in my head going, oh, maybe she gave the kids up at a, to oh. adoption. Maybe she did have kids with Billy Loomis. Maybe
2: she got. I also thought the same. Mm-hmm. I was like, maybe she got knocked up by Billy and she like gave these kids up because and of no one God. ever told. She didn't tell anybody because she didn't want anybody to know. At
1: the night of the party. Right. Because think about what? it.
2: If those were her kids,
0: they could have been targets in every other screen movie, knowing that they were Sydney Prescott's kids. Yeah. So until I thought they that
2: just made found sense. out, right? Because of Twenty Three and Me. Look, we're bringing Twenty Three and Me down today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay? yeah. We'll also take a sponsorship.
1: Now, <laughs> they do talk. I mean, yeah, we go either way. Yeah, Twenty Three yeah. and me, It's <laughs> up to you: hey, sponsor us, <laughs> or you're going down. Yeah, What's it going to be? Balls in your court. <laughs>
2: but he calls Sydney, and he's like, "Hey, just FYI, it's happening again." And she's like, "I'm so sorry, Dewey." And she, he's like, "You're not. Don't come back." And she's like, "Yeah, nothing would get me to come back there except." She comes back for no fucking reason. Because Dewey dies. Oh, is yeah. that why? Yeah. She's like, as but, I came as soon as I heard. But for even, her opening then, line, even then, if Dewey dies, like, Dewey, you should have left Wizbro. I'm sorry, bro, but I'm not coming back. Like, don't get me wrong, you guys. If you guys die knowing you're living in Killertown... I'm not coming back to be like, I'll visit your funeral because you got killed oh. by a killer. I want to be like, that's even more incentive for me to stay the fuck away.
1: She's like, oh, we, we got to end this franchise.
0: Yeah. She makes a justification as if we don't end it now, they're going to come
2: after my kids. Yeah. Evil dies tonight. You guys. Yes.
1: That seems to be the fucking theme of movies this year. Uh, <laughs> not this
2: year, this decade. Yeah.
1: So Dewey calls Sydney, like we talked about. He texts Gail and he's like, killer's back in uh Woodsboro. Don't go there. How are you doing? By smiley way, face. He, yeah. And then
2: everybody should say, like, I probably should I probably should have reversed those or something yeah, like so that. Yeah, he said I
1: shouldn't have used the smiley face. Yes, that's uh, what it was. So I
2: thought that was really funny. Yes,
1: I really enjoyed that scene. Um
2: so he realizes through talking to Sydney that he does need to actually because she's like, if anybody, if they're in any good hands, it's yours, Dewey. So he's like, oh shit, I gotta go help these kids. So he goes and catches up with the kids who are on their way over to the terrorist twins' friend's house. house. Yeah. Yeah, which is where everybody's sitting. And this is where they're going to kind of basically do the whole, like, everybody's a suspect. Which they immediately start pointing fingers. Yes. You have motive. No, you have motive. Uh-oh, they
0: even what call
1: about- out Dewey. There? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wes goes,
2: what about you, dude? You could be the killer. You're old. You've got no life. You've got everything to lose. And he's just like... Well, you got double motive. <laughs> he, goes, he goes, well, you could definitely be a killer because that cut deep. How no laughed thing. That thing. Thing. Yeah.
1: Uh, and that. Yeah. Also, they're sitting in the twin room is the uh, uh, fucking uh, Jamie, the Jamie Kennedy, Kennedy memorial. It's the theory. Jamie
2: Kennedy experiment. <laughs>
0: right, yeah. they're in the same house. Yeah, it's it's cause because- this. Amber moved into uh, that house. Because
2: yeah. their mom is Jamie Kennedy's sister from part three. Yes. Remember when she showed up at the video? That's right. who that well, is. Well, this
0: is where we reveal the lineage of every character yes. in her. So the guy who was murdered at the bar, the swarmy dude, is yes. John Stu's him, nephew. Right, is the nephew of Stu Mocker. The twins are Jamie Kennedy's character's niece and, niece nephew. and nephew. Yep.
2: Amber is.
1: Uh, she's not related. She's not herself. related. She's not. She's not. No,
2: Richie and Amber are just
1: fans of the movies. Right. That's and all. I think, pissed. I think that's another clue of like, oh, okay. Yes.
0: Wes is the son of the cop from movie four. Yes. Yep. The blonde cop. Yes. I forget her Correct. character's name. Blonde
1: cop. Blonde cop. Uh, Sheriff Blondie, I believe. Correct. Yes. Uh,
0: <laughs> and is Liv related to anybody? Liv,
1: I believe, is she's, also not related to anybody. She's the anyone.
0: girlfriend of Chad.
1: Right. Also, barely in this movie, which is why I thought she was one of the killers. Uh, and yeah, and so they're at the Randy Meeks Memorial Theater. They have a sign <laughs> for that. That's what it is. Yeah. And that's,
2: they got a picture of Jamie Kennedy Very there. funny.
1: I liked that. And this is where Mindy gives her like 20 minute long requel monologue where she explains all the rules and she goes on and, and we've beat this drum to death. Great. But I uh,
0: chalked it up to hullabaloo garbage and rolled my eyes until it was over.
1: Yeah. So it's like yada, yada, yada. And then it cuts. Now Wes is coming home from this uh, little Scooby gang powwow. And uh, he, even though a bunch of people have died, he is super fucking creepy about it. He comes home, he leaves the door open, scares the shit out of his mom, doesn't bother to. Who's his also
2: mom. a sheriff. She's yeah, the she's a sheriff. sheriff. Yeah.
1: And so she's like, oh, okay, I ordered us sushi. Uh, I'm going to go get it. And he's like, oh, why didn't you.
0: And she's like, are you being safe? And he's like, yep. Zap, zap. Got my little stun gun. and am a little pepper mace. And then I'm going to conveniently leave it on the table and pepper walk mace. away. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Pepper spray. Uh, pepper mace is round. I is like, like pepper version mace two. No, yeah, I like pepper that's mace. That's
1: coming up. That's, <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh shit. Check off stun gun. Uh, no. We've, even though he's right next to it. Uh, anyway. They had a
2: very weird kind of like, my husband's gone. You're taking the place of my husband kind of. Really, I did not oh. pick that up at all. He was set in the place, and the, the way they're yeah. like embracing that, that and for hugging, it was like really, like almost kind of like this is not at this age, no male boy. Well, it is it made like you that just, close. it
0: made you uncomfortable because it, it is a tension misdirect. No, it this entire is. scene was like, yes. is he behind the refrigerator door? No. Ugh, is he yeah, behind no, this stupid. closet
2: door? No. Nope. I just thought it was really weird the way it was just like this is almost couple behavior. I was like, this is not. Ugh. And then he goes up to shower, and you know what movie? Fuck you for being cowards. We should have seen dude ass in this, you know? Well, the rest of the town did. He had windows open. Yeah, it was really all around the shower. But I was like, ooh, something for the ladies. No, no dude butt at all in this, you know, boo to you movie. He is a high schooler.
1: Yeah, that's true. We don't know
2: how old Dude Butt is not like. He was like twenty six, but still. Look, all right, my point is It doesn't matter if
0: you're underage, you don't get to see yeah.
2: a Dude Butt. No, I know, but he wasn't underage <laughs> movie. How many how many tits did we see in the 80s though from girls who were supposed to be in high school? That was a different time. Look, yes. What was that movie? The fucking uh The Faculty and also uh Carrie. Also right. a different time. Give the ladies a Dude Butt every now and then. That's all I'm saying. Look, they can have them. I'm not opposed to ladies getting Dude Butt. That's I'm just saying when it's a different time. Yeah. Okay, fine.
1: Yeah. We don't anyway, do. Uh, it's a horror a,
0: flick
2: though. Come on.
1: <laughs> that tension misdirect was so over. It was too long. They did it like five times. At one point we just started laughing because well, it was like just like so
2: comedy. dumb. It, you do something until it becomes funny.
1: Yeah. That's exactly what they did. Uh, so that was a total fucking waste of our so time. So I, I expected it
0: not to happen at all. Yes. I thought it was going to be a three minute scene where nothing happened. But at least they did something at the end.
1: True. So uh, then it cuts to the sheriff. She's driving, you know, singing, doing whatever the fuck people do when they drive. And then she gets a phone call. She picks it up and it's Ghostface. And he's like, hey, guess what? I'm about to murder your son. (laughs) She's like, no, don't murder my son. He's like, no, I'm going to fucking murder him. Murder him dead.
2: She flips the lights and does a Huey. She <laughs> yeah. books it back to the
1: uh, house. Yeah, she does text the, even though I thought this was going to play a role, it doesn't. She texts the, car like, her cop Fred. She's like, I got him on the phone. I need a trace. We never hear about that. And ever then she again. says,
2: come, come meet me at my house. Yes. And she basically, like, has got the cops coming.
1: Uh, so then, yeah, she busts on her lights, does a Huey, almost kills a pedestrian in the crosswalk. Uh, this
2: is the one thing in the movie I called by accident. She was pulling up to the house and like, You know what? She's going r- like, to uh, run right into a knife or something like that. And, like, bam, she opened. Opens that door, runs right into a knife, gets stabbed. And then the ghost face killer in broad daylight in suburbia on the front lawn just is going ham on her. 13, 17
1: stabs. Just a wild number of stabs.
2: Just enjoying his work, going to just going at it.
1: Uh, Now, who is this? This has to be Richie because when he kills Wes, he gets like in a a physical struggle that I don't think Amber is strong enough to have won as decisively as Richie does. Okay.
2: Okay. Fair point. Uh, Agreed.
1: So he, yeah, I mean this, I mean, I get it. She's like, oh, he's going to kill my son. I have to rush but, man, she just throws all possible cop training out the window. She's just sprinting into a enclosed environment. So, yeah, she... Has you need better training for cops. That's all I'm saying. Clearly. So, she gets killed. Then he's like, all right, now I have all the time in the world to go kill her son, who gets out of the shower... Uh, you know, and he goes in his room and he's, he's like, look at my telescope. He's got a telescope in there. It's pointed at the wall, though. Uh,
0: Not a very bright boy, Wes. No,
1: no, no. He's like, I don't see a single fucking star out of this thing.
0: Uh, All I see is white again. Uh,
1: when do the stars come out? Yeah. There's a lot of popcorn on my ceiling. Uh,
0: <laughs> you think they
1: have a popcorn Jesus ceiling? <laughs> this <laughs> house was built in the 90s. Of course they have a popcorn. Can you we kill so? this fucker? <laughs> uh, so he, he hears a little rustling and he's like, oh, mom's here. And I guess you are right because he doesn't put on pants he no. goes with the towel to go investigate this noise and Ghostface killer jumps out they get in a struggle he like tries to run out the door a scuffle if you a will scuffle yes um and so then uh he's like trying no no don't stab me <laughs> he ends up getting fucking stabbed again in the neck really gruesomely. He gets stabbed
2: in the face first
1: yes okay like through the mouth uh yeah which really seems like it would hurt and then he then he gets stabbed in the neck and like we see it cut like right through his neck and, and, yeah. and
2: it is slow.
1: It is so slow. Not a quick
2: jab this time. Because he's resisting the knife and yeah. then he's just slowly, the killer goat face is actually pushing it into his neck and you see oh. it like sink in and it is I gruesome. thought he was going to turn the knife and yeah. go out to get the jugular. I thought so too. But I guess he didn't need to because he's dead from this. No. He was tired from stabbing that chick in the front for like twenty times. <laughs> yeah. One good bit of tension though before that is when um, Wes gets out of the shower he goes to the front door and he's about to open it where he could have seen his dead mom on the the front lawn but instead of opening the door he just locks it and then he goes to the kitchen and that's when the whole scuffle starts I thought he was going to see his mom I was like, "Oh wow, what's going to happen here?" I was hoping here? he'd see as that mom. was a great yeah. bit of well written tension.
0: Honestly, I, mean, I think we did it out of order. That whole long s- setting Comes the table of, yeah. happened after the mother was already killed. Yeah, yeah you're right. Minute uh, details uh, that are not important to our listeners. Uh,
1: but uh, now he's dead, and I was like, "Damn, I really thought Wes was the killer." That telescope really had me thinking it,
0: mm, it wasn't binoculars. Uh, yes, but is that adjacent? You're because still. What is the rule, guys? If you have binoculars, you're weird. Yeah. You're a creep.
1: If you have a telescope, which is you know arguably at 50% of a binocular. You're questionable. Uh, yeah. It's 50% of
0: a
2: binocular.
0: Man, where is my stereo telescope with both
2: eyes? This would be so much better if I had a second one. I yeah. can see God.
1: You know, so if you have an ocular, uh, then we, st- <laughs> we still think you're a little weird. One
2: ocular is all I need, yeah. not buy.
1: Uh,
2: so this is the scene where we cut to. The cops are on the scene. Sam yeah. and Dewey are there. And um, they show up and they're like, oh, my God, you know, Wes got killed. What a bummer. And then Dewey sees Gale Weathers. And this is where we introduce Courtney Cox's character back into the movie.
1: Yay, Gale's here.
2: And they do their thing. Yeah. She's like, why didn't you call me, you idiot? You texted me. And
1: Which she, is fair.
2: And we find out that he slipped away in the middle of the night because they were living in New York. Yeah. She wanted a career and New, so they moved to New York. He couldn't cut it as a cop in New York. And he felt like- He can't cut of, it
0: as a cop anywhere. Yeah.
2: Felt like less of a man. And he didn't want to stop her career because she was finally getting the break that she wanted. And so he slipped away thinking I'm doing her the favor. Dewey has like, an aura of a, like a security guard at a bank.
1: Yeah, mall. There's not plenty even a of those yeah. in the mall <laughs>
2: much more
0: appropriate. There's
1: plenty of those in New York. Yeah, they get this guy a Segway. Tom, un- he's near the Orange
0: Julius. <laughs> I'm giving up. Oh, I miss Orange Julius. <laughs> Come back.
1: Uh, yeah, fucking, I wrote yawn. I didn't care about any of this. It's just a big expedition dump uh, and and of course, Dewey's like, you stay safe and get out of here. He Gail's like, yeah, I'm going to fucking not do that. Uh, I did like that part where mm-hmm. she's like, you know that I'm not going to do that, right? Uh, So she
0: just inserts herself back into the scene.
1: Yes. And so then the cop who's guarding, supposed to be guarding Tara shows up and he's like, I just heard. I think they need me here. Do you know
2: who that was?
1: An idiot? No. Okay. (laughs) Well, no.
2: Chester Tam. Yes, he's from Hot Rod. He's the dude who wants to be a part of their clique, and he he does the dance, the like mm. the like kind of stupid dance, and he throws the flyers. He's the one that I, I I was like, this dude looks super familiar. What do I know him from? He's been in a couple other things, but like he was from the movie Hot Rod, and I was like, holy shit, that's awesome! I was so glad I got to see him. in there something else. He was a cool character.
1: Little fun there for our Hot Rod fans. And then I
2: thought maybe he was in on it to some uh, degree because he did totally abandon Tara, Tara at the hospital. All right, and I was like, Sam's oh. like. Ooh
0: if you're here who's guarding my sister he's like the sheriff was killed yeah I thought it's I was like, needed
1: more here
2: no you idiot yeah.
1: you idiot bungling fool yeah so I mean in a way Woodbrook
2: doesn't be wiped off the map right
1: yeah I mean 20 <laughs> years it's been 20-30 years this police force is not professionalized at all no
0: so, so Dewey and Sam race back to the hospital right and they're
1: like fuck the this. Heat is on so you know how I like to make mental maps of places I don't understand oh you do yeah
0: are you a cartographer in, in a your way, head okay. because I
1: don't understand how far away this house back is? To
2: topography talk
1: from the hospital because oh s-
0: you're gonna say because it gets dark
2: yes topography Jeez, that's our podcast let's talk about maps topography topography
1: I uh, love it uh, yes because it's like the and I don't want to hear oh it's almost myself <laughs> it's almost nighttime it's like the middle of the fucking day they're about to eat lunch.
2: No, I would literally it was like, oh, it's dark. Yeah. Yeah, they pull up and it's dark and I was like, yo.
1: They drove for like eight hours.
0: It was like midday. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Is <laughs> is, is is Wes and Sheriff Blondie's house thirty minutes to an hour and a half away from the hospital?
1: Apparently. California traffic, bro. Woodsboro. What's your size? Yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> Cause it the later it does not take them that long to get from the hospital. To the party. Well, Woodsboro has this yeah. weird thing of kind
2: of feeling like a small town, but, but it has this like of, also like feel of like being huge and having everything. And at the
0: end of the movie, there, she's like, take me to another hospital than this one. I was like, This town's big enough for two? <laughs> <laughs> she meant a uh, vet hospital. <laughs> maybe
1: that's what took so long. They went to the wrong hospital first. <laughs> <laughs> and Sam's like, fucking oh,
0: that that cannon we love. <laughs> These are the things that should be in movies. <laughs>
1: they have to turn around and drive all the way to the other <laughs> hospital. I like it. Uh so anyway, Sam's the power goes out on this floor. This is the
2: most excruciating part of this because the power goes yeah. out for Tara and she's like, huh? She falls out of bed as if she's been in a coma for 40 years. No,
1: She wants to go. She calls for the cop. She's like, hey, is anyone out yeah, there? Saying, and nobody no answers. There.
2: So she falls out of bed into the wheelchair yeah. like she's been in a coma for 40 years, gets in this wheelchair, moves herself along as if she's drugged on everything possible. Well, she had that hand wound. Yeah. Right? Yes. So
0: I'll give her that and so there's blood all over the wheel as she's yeah, like pushing why? herself along. Already-
2: and she gets to the hallway And this place is empty. And I'm not talking like there's only a nurse at a nurse's station. I'm talking... Abandoned. Where's the staff?
1: Where she, are the orderlies? She's on a private floor. No, it's they not touched that on pri- that. It can't
0: be that Well, private. there
1: is another cop. She does find another cop and he's One dead. Cop, yes. That's, that's that's pretty and private. How come the power
2: went out, that cop didn't immediately go to that room and be like, I should check on the person he i here dead. to watch. He's probably dead before the power yeah. went out. Yeah. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Okay, that, makes that's sense. Probably the order. that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> the
1: real question is how does Amber have the ability to take the power out of an entire fucking floor of a hospital? When we
2: lost the power in the ice storm here in Texas, yeah. like the hospital stayed on because they have back up crazy right. backup generator so people don't die
1: so i don't think a 17 year old girl is fucking around with the power of a hospital amber
0: uh, nightingale as a uh, orderly for one summer oh, as an intern right okay
1: yeah or as an electrician apprentice i guess because yeah. she knew and how she to do the it
0: blueprints to the whole building and you know i know how to knock this
2: out
1: yeah to this one floor i got it so then we Tara see sees the dead cop freaks out she smartly tries to get the gun from the cop but it's ghostface gone. already got it
2: which I appreciate. I fact, yes. I appreciate the fact that Ghostface in these actually like, let me take these weapons so they can't be used against me. I,
1: and I like that. Except evidently checked.
2: Ghostface just eats bullets and spits them out because Ghostface well, yeah, we'll get to shot that. so many well, times we, in this movie.
1: She's wearing a vest, which makes her Regardless, immune to bullets. dude,
2: if you get shot with a bulletproof vest, you're fucking rough.
1: Yeah, especially if you're like, I mean, we talked about this in Texas Chainsaw. You're what, like a 120 pound girl and you get shot, or boy, doesn't matter. If you're just very small framed person and you get shot three times at close range from a a revolver vest or not you're gonna be fucked up
0: yeah uh and look dennis quaid's son jack is not a muscular man with any type of body no. mass but to this, him.
1: this isn't even who gets shot. Amber, I know, but I'm saying, yeah.
0: if it was. Yes, that's true. Even him. Both of our killers yes. shouldn't be able to absorb a shot in a
1: bulletproof vest and walk away from At it. At close range like that, no way. It was enough to throw them backwards. I love what John's is like, no, no, no. no. Let's break this down. Yes, this is important. Movies
2: fuck up gunplay
0: yeah. all the time.
2: Oh, when people get shot in the shoulder and they're using their arm five minutes later, yeah. you, you get
0: shot in the shoulder your, do- your arm is done. In Chainsaw, yes. where the shotgun blast hurt only Leatherface and
2: not the other girl right. in the scene, yeah. so classic chainsaw. Uh,
1: Any yes, <laughs> fucking just
2: classic chainsaw behavior.
1: Movies and guns. Th- oh, so for so our Texas gun uh, realism score on this movie is zero. Right. <laughs> so um,
2: Ghostface goes after Tara, and there's a bit of a cat and mouse type situation here. Tara's like, phone falls out of her pocket, and Sam is calling.
0: Yeah, so he oh, picks okay. up the phone, right. and he's like, "Oh, hello, Sam. I'll give you a choice."
1: Well, because uh, we need to- Richie comes to save Tara, uh, and he runs, and he's like, "Oh." Uh your sister called me and I was like that's really sus but anyway you know what's going on and she's like what the fuck come in here because she's like hiding uh, Ghostface jumps out cuts Richie in the hand and great, now-
2: great arm slash yeah. it's an arm slash oh, sorry arm. yes
1: forearm slash and now Richie's like totally done he's completely useless he's the- on the
2: ground for the rest of the <laughs> yes. scene Again. until it's over and Dewey has to help him off the ground yes. Scream is bad about this like the moment someone does anything it's like now hold that position until we get done with the action over right. here
1: it feels like like uh, like a wrestling match where people are it just- makes sense for Richie being the killer
2: for him to yes. do this but Scream has a problem of not setting this expectation
1: in this yeah, I guess he's like, he's like soccer playing it, you know, where he's just like really. Get that
2: man some magic spray. Exactly. <laughs> That'll heal his wound. Really Give him a yellow card.
1: Just faking his injury down there. Uh, so the elevator bings and outcomes. Well, hold on. We got to get to the Sophie's Choice. Oh boy, here we go. Right? So, so yes, uh, like Mark said, Ghostface picks up the phone and is talking to Sam and he's like, all right, I'm looking at your sister. She's really fucked up. I'm also looking at your boyfriend. He's really fucked up. I'm going to kill one of them. And you need to tell me who it is or... Wait, is that what Sophie's Choice is about? Well, he's got, he's got to pick one of her kids.
0: Wait, you've been saying it all this time and you didn't
2: realize that's the same. I thought they were trying to decide to go to Denny's or Applebee's. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, one results in death. Oh boy. yeah. Actually, me and Alex have this thing where anytime we just have to make a decision, no matter how mundane, we're like, it's a real Sophie's Choice situation. <laughs> um, no, I know what Sophie's Choice is about. I was just being dumb.
1: Uh, all right. Fair so enough. So anyway,
2: go ahead. Uh, so it's a real the, Sophie's Choice real, situation. This is a
1: real Sophie's Choice. And she's like, otherwise I'm going to kill them both. And she's like, no, don't make me choose. Uh, and he's like, boy, you really are shitty You can't say your sister who you love you're just like the worst fucking sister that's ever been a sister let's be honest what if she chose the boyfriend that would have been something and she's like no or bitch I was just wasting time Elevator doors open Dewey misses <laughs> uh, of course he does wild shot in the middle of nowhere blah blah blah, blah. Uh, so Ghostface goes in very the... security guard <laughs> behavior <laughs> yes. if you ask exact. me exactly lucky there were no
0: pedestrians around but to Garrett's question knowing now we know who the murderers are what do you think Amber would have done had she said Kill Richie?
1: Oh, good question. I think she would have killed them both. No, actually, no. I think she would have killed Tara anyway and would have just, because her plan was to let none of them live. So when Sam came, I was like, oh my God, I said kill Richie. She was like, bam, dead bitch, and moved on with her life.
2: Hmm. Well, no, they wouldn't have done that because their whole plan was to get everybody back to the original murder house. Again, I don't think she would have because that would have fucked up the ending. And if there's one thing that we know, Richie's not going to let Amber make a decision for herself. Right. I
0: guess the whole meta bullshit
2: nonsense that we should reveal is that Richie does not
0: like where the franchise stab was going. So he's making his own sequel for the fans. Well, He's
2: making an event, a series of events that will be made, have a movie made about it that will take the stab franchise back in the right direction. So basically the fans have to take it on their own shoulders to fix the franchise because Hollywood keeps fucking these things up and they keep changing what made the first one so good with their requels and their reboots and blah, 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 meta, meta, meta. I actually like this. This meta option. I thought it played out really good, but the way it's executed is so dumb. It's too elaborate.
1: I'll tell you it's what, it's too elaborate. Haven't seen the movie Richie wants him to make, I don't think he would have been happy with it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Poor Richie didn't get what he wanted. You know, Matthew Hillard was the uh, when they show him that like Stab Six in production, they had the guy with the flamethrower. That was Matthew.
1: Hillard. Oh, cool.
2: Yeah, that was his cameo in the movie. That's He's good. got a mask on, but yeah, that's yeah. Him.
1: Good. So, so Ghostface runs away, and everyone just pretends like Ghostface is gone now. They're just like taking their sweet time. They're picking up Richie. They're like, whew, we really kicked his ass, didn't we? Spoiler: He just like or she just ran like five feet down the hallway.
2: They're they're trying to get them out of there. So yeah, but it takes Sam forever to do. It. and Dewey. They're going back to the elevator, and um, like as they're doing that, they get attacked by Ghostface. Yeah, and there's a struggle, and
0: then this Gun- is the worst scene in the movie. This is where the movie completely fails. For me. yes,
1: so okay. they get in a scuffle. Dewey manages to shoot Ghostface three times close range into like some sort of shelving unit. We're like, oh, a trophy case, trophy mm-hmm. case that all hospitals have. And uh,
0: Dewey, being the battle hardened person who's gone through this four times prior walks away from Ghostface to help Richie off the ground they start walking out of the hospital open the elevator and Richie goes wait a minute
2: I gotta shoot him in the head no no No. Dewey Dewey says that what did I say Richie I meant Dewey but that's the thing that pisses me off this is my most furious point of the movie is he goes you gotta go back and shoot him in the head because they always get up and it's like motherfucker when you shot him three times they were on the ground you shoot him in the head right then exactly that's my
0: whole point he's gone through this before this is not a behavior that makes any sense I'm for angry. this character
1: I'm, I'm yelling at you guys and i don't I mean know. to be yelling at you yeah. i'm just but you're so right
0: it's fucking stupid and this is what entirely well, ruins the movie it's for a me. long it series
1: of stupid decisions because also he this is the exact same thing that
0: happens in scream 2 yeah in the car wreck where sydney has to go across Ghostface knocked out body oh, they right. leave the car and she's like wait i need to see who it is and turn around and he's gone and yeah. i'm like
2: you're an idiot fuck you agree my next note is Dewey did this to himself.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And after after my anger went away, I was like, he deserved to die. I'm glad he's
2: gone. Uh, no, fuck him. He shouldn't have done uh, that. He shouldn't have done that. After four fucking movies, he should not have hesitated. But he should be like, Ghostface, blap.
1: It is within character yep. because we know more of a mall security guard than a cop. Because also even a mall <laughs> security
2: guard learns at some point. Well,
1: he okay, so Double tap. We learned that in fucking Fine.
0: dead whatever zombie movie. But
1: he comes back.
0: Dead whatever zombie Forget <laughs> I love it.
1: He doesn't have to stand right in front of her, get within three inches of her, uh, and then like take forever to very slowly raise his gun. He could have done it from like a 45 degree angle from maybe five feet away. He also would have lived. Well, as,
2: as John pointed out in another, a previous episode, guns are long range weapons. Yes. You do not need to be within a foot of these people. Step back 10 feet. Aim. Take your time shoot pull squeeze the trigger don't pull
1: yes that's,
0: well, let's at least consider what was dewey's character's motivation here get, he's dumb <laughs> get the characters out of danger yes the quickest and most efficient way to get them out of danger is to end the danger
2: who's on the ground knocked out yeah and if you have like right moral there. issue of like i don't think i should
1: shoot him you've already shot this thing three
2: times right you're, yeah. you're good
1: all right I, I i i agree or take the mask off we all agree who are you dewey's a ah, shitty blam dewey's a shitty savior i think we all agree in fact i think dewey would agree and he's like this is why I was stabbed nine times and didn't want to come back.
0: I, I would put this down as poor writing. I would agree. Poor writing because we have to off one of the originals.
1: Uh, yeah, because... When it's
2: they p- had to build tension, they had to make him by himself, which I, I get the con- from a, a writing perspective, I don't think this is that big of a sin. If this late in the series and making such a point in every movie pointing out that you have to do this thing, at this point, your main characters who've been through it four times should know. Like, that's my problem. Is it, it's one of those things that you're like, well, what are you gonna do? And it's like, no, I think that is a writing sin.
1: Yeah, okay, that should okay, have been yeah.
0: considered
2: when they did this.
1: Yeah, there are ways they could have killed Dewey that would have been, less it would have been something. If like
2: uh, Tara was like, I've got to get out of here right now, I'm freaking out. And he's like, okay, I'll get you out of here first, or like, give him a reason to ignore that threat. But his demise was at his own means, right? Yeah, it should not have been.
1: Here's yeah. how they could have killed Dewey: very easy. Some John Head cannon for up you. The hospital. Well, yes, joke. But uh, <laughs> okay, Dewey was. Let's <laughs> see how I got these scars. Dewey, Dewey was struggling with Ghostface. Dewey loses, right? He gets shot uh, or stabbed, however they want to do it. His gun flies out of his hand at Sam's feet. Bam, bam, bam. Sam shoots Ghostface three times. And then Richie, also being in on it, hurries them into the elevator to get him out of there. Done.
2: Done. You fixed it. Hollywood, get it, John.
1: Dewey's dead like we wanted, which makes sense. uh, But it's not done in like the Dewey has to be the dumbest person on Earth way to do it.
0: Basically, Force Awakens, like... Lightsaber to the stomach, Han Solo style, yeah. but it's a knife and Dewey in the front. But then Ghostface finds another knife, <laughs> Dewey wield that in lightsaber from the back, yeah, yeah, and then but not not done yet. Up through the back skin and muscle with a thrust, and yeah. then up through the stomach, and we see blood and guts kind of spill out. When of did Ghostface
2: brought out the second knife, I was like, "But wait,
0: there's more." Yeah, what's <laughs> <Yeah. right. laughs> like,
1: oh boy, you don't leave home without your second knife. No, uh, Or check this out. Oh what if God. it was put in a position where Richie shot ghost face and then later when they're we find out that they're a team right amber doesn't really trust him and there comes the seed of the split that leads to them both getting killed at the end
2: also acceptable. John, just rewrite these movies and we'll put them online. Uh, How many times have we said it?
1: Yeah, yep. I wish.
2: We are here for Since. rewrites. Hit, Send
1: us your scripts. <laughs> Hit me up. So Dewey
2: is dead. The The sisters get downstairs. And then out of nowhere, the cops and everyone's there and everyone's mourning Dewey's death. And in pops Sydney Prescott. Yeah,
1: wait a second. How did Sydney know that Dewey died? She's there literally like an hour later. No, not even.
0: Because she came as soon as she heard. Yeah, Gail called her. Doesn't matter. That's what the movie gives us. That's how... It was time for her to show up. Big
1: D's dead. Yeah, it's like the same night. Okay, doesn't matter. You're right. It's time for her to be there.
0: And much like Star Wars, we don't get to have our original three characters on screen at the same time.
1: Oh, yeah. That's true.
0: I don't know why they can't do it. Why can't we have Han, Luke, and Leia in one scene? Contracts. No, <laughs> I don't know. Sexual
2: tension. <laughs> uh, I hope not.
1: Yeah, between uh,
2: Mark Hamilton and fucking Harrison Ford. Yeah, definitely. You can't tell me that shit hasn't been shipped, and there's not some people out there who are uh, like, I'm sure ruling over this right now. There's some deviant art fanfic
0: yeah. out there Woo! that
2: probably
1: exists. Rick oh. Flair style. No, please don't. Uh, there's been probably long before DeviantArt's your <laughs> your grossest,
2: <laughs> creepiest fanfic to mark at thegravetalk.com. No, thank you. I've uh, got my own. I made it myself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so they go downstairs and Sydney shows up and she's like, where? And, uh,
2: nothing that would ever get me back here, but here I am.
1: Yes. And, uh, Sam Without is like her kids. Right. Well, smart decision there. I don't think she's brought yeah. them, she brought. Uh,
0: <laughs> she she had a baby born with her baby on the front. Like, let's do it. Let's I, take him out. I don't own kids own kids, <laughs> uh, but as, as a non-owner, I assume you just put them in a kennel somewhere. Yeah. You right. know, like I'm sure she's married.
1: I believe bl- yeah,
2: they didn't introduce him. No, no, but you don't need to don't waste time. Well, that's because that it shit. was Dewey.
1: <laughs> that's what I'm saying, yo. Those are Dewey's su- kids. No, but I assume that's what a baby R.U.S. is. You just bring them there and that's where they
2: are. <laughs> Here's the baby. <laughs> yeah. So at this point, they both decide that they've got to take this killer out because if they don't put it, if evil doesn't die tonight, it's going to go on forever.
1: Right. And they go to Sam and Sam's like, yeah, that sounds great. Uh, except I'm getting the fuck out of here.
2: And I'm taking Tara and Richie with yeah. me. Except, yeah, they're just like, murder? Yeah, murder. And then it's like, Sarah, you in? And she's like, no, I'm out, dude. That's murder.
0: No, but I mean, for someone who's done this five times, I think it'd be like, yeah, dog, we're going to fucking do these yeah. guys. Like we're getting them now, <laughs> we're killing
1: them. Yeah,
0: no, no,
2: I'm serious.
1: Like, yeah. no, I, I hear what you're we're saying. We're done fucking just, around.
0: This is how Dewey should have been.
2: Or yes. you know what you could have done? You could have just stayed where the fuck you were, away from all this, and
1: never had a problem. Uh-huh. But
0: again, the the loose movie reasoning right. is they're gonna come for my kids if I don't show up and stop okay. it. Yeah, all right, all right. Now, all right. it would
1: have been great for a little Die Hard too, right? But like, how can the same shit happen to the same girl five times in a row? Oh, <laughs>
2: they should have said
1: that. that been awesome. <laughs> uh, or same woman, you know, Came whatever.
2: Just feel it, have some fun. <laughs> But yeah,
0: Sam's like, fuck all y'all. I'm out. Sam, Tara, Richie, we're getting in the car. You oldies can hang out here and do whatever you want. I'm bouncing. And then Sydney's like, I put a tracker on the car. I'm yeah. Tracking them now.
1: As we speak. Beep, beep, beep. You think
0: Sydney's CIA?
2: I hope so. Oh, that'd be okay. dope. Uh, you know. But
1: anyway, so
0: Tara. Scream six. She's got to save the president's daughter. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> so, so Tara's like, my inhaler, my sweet, sweet inhaler. Which- we got to go back. Impressively, I think this might be one of the longest checkoffs because we see Chekhov's inhaler one time at yep. the very, very beginning of yep. the movie. She goes, and then we never hear about her asthma ever again.
0: It's amazing that an asthma patient yeah. lived through that event. Right, the stabbing at the beginning.
2: Everything that's happened through everything, and she didn't need her Still inhaler. i Thought she might have been time. the killer yeah.
0: at this point. You see where I'm going? right with that?
2: Also, notably, she's. I lo- also thought. I thought that at this point, when she's like, "We got to go back." I was like, "Uh oh, I yeah. think I know who's
1: involved." This is
2: illogical.
0: Yeah, this is stupid. Like, well, I'm pretty sure you can get an inhaler,
1: right? Yeah. Well, she's because she's like, "Oh no, I need it now. I don't think I could wait." Except there's like an extra 40 fucking minutes of movie where she does not need so the inhaler. The
2: thing though, she's the car, just chilling calm. And the moment she realizes she doesn't have her inhaler, when she starts breathing heavy and I'm was like now now is the time when you suddenly start breathing not the not the commotion at the hospital right like i wear i need my inhaler this is cold as a cucumber Uh,
1: yeah anyway (laughs) so
2: they're going back but guess what everyone has been invited by amber to her house to celebrate wes's death or
0: celebrate (laughs) remember remember his ding dong the wes is dead (laughs) the wes (laughs) is dead stupid wes
1: But Tara's like, look, I need to go back to the hospital. Sam was like, that's the stupidest fucking thing I ever heard. We're not going back to the hospital. And, and then Tara's like, okay, Aha, I leave an extra inhaler at Amber's place. Why? I don't know. Because they're buds. Yeah, but wouldn't you leave one at your own place? You think.
2: Yeah, she spends the night over at Amber's house. They're friends. Because remember, Amber is like Tara's biggest defender. Remember, she's the one that's so pissed at Sarah for leaving. To John's point, you'd probably have like five inhalers
1: at your own
0: house. But I think they make some lines like, it's not safe there. The killer could be there. Oh,
1: yeah. Okay. So then they they work
2: it out. So going to Stu's old place.
1: Yes, which is now Amber's house, which, as Garrett said, is having the biggest party, classic Hollywood teen party that never really happens in real life. I wrote it off
0: as a wake. I like guess. Maybe they're just all getting drunk because they're high
2: school so- wake. Yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, as one <laughs> has. Common. The sequel uh, to High School Musical.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, and uh, so they show up and... Shout out
2: to whoever made the cutout letters that says we love you Wes or something like that. Remembering Wes <laughs> and hung it from the ceiling. I was like... Party Hardy has one of those for every person. <laughs> you yeah. put a real effort into this and no one seems to give a shit about Wes of this thing. They're just there to fucking drink.
1: Yeah.
0: In memory of the Cravenly
1: West. Oh, mm. but was like he Craven? It.
2: No, was no. Sure? I was trying to get the whole name. I
1: of it. It get it. it I get it.
0: Excuse. Anyway,
1: Uh, so then we have some party scenes, right? Where Amber goes downstairs to get beer and it's all creepy and shit. and The light doesn't come on and I'm like, turn around. That's what? What are you doing?
0: Well, this is mirror image of movie one where the girl goes into the garage. Right, actually,
1: one of my notes was: uh, Is someone going to die from a garage door in this movie? (laughs) Uh, Sadly, no. So Amber goes, and oh, it's another fake out scene. Mindy pops out and is like, "You shouldn't have come down here alone." And uh, then they have this explains
0: the rules a little bit more. What if you were the killer? What if I was the killer? what if I'm double the killer? Yeah. It's like,
1: oh, uh, double dog dare you to be the killer. <laughs> uh, then they like won't go up the, up the stairs at the same time.
2: I bet you won't put your tongue to that pole outside of <laughs> the, the snow. At the same time, um, Chad is basically trying to fuck his girl. His girlfriend's finally like, Hey, you know what? After all that's gone on and after our losing a close friend, maybe it's now the time we should actually have sex for the first time. And Chad's like, tell you what, this seems inappropriate at this time. And I don't know if you're the killer. So I'm going to pass girl. What? And she-
0: we touched on this before yeah. but the hormones of the male boy in high school who's been waiting to have sex with a girlfriend for as long as this movie wants us to believe yeah. he would have done it no nope. yes no nope. definitely would have totally
2: would have no i would have said no if everyone was a potentially killer around me i wouldn't be fucking how nobody. well should you know your girlfriend yeah man I don't They've know. They've been dating
0: long enough for them to have a decent
2: relationship. Look, everyone's a suspect they're is not. what they mm-hmm. said. They're not.
1: You're thinking as I actually a... had that
2: note way in the beginning when they first said it when they first <laughs> meet at the bar. Like, everyone's a suspect. And I was like,
1: no, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> you're like... thinking as a 40-year-old male, not as a 17-year-old I boy. I
2: guarantee you in my stable... dick did not leave me around that drastically when I was young. Uh, yeah,
0: but this isn't a one-night stand yeah. better last... yesterday. This is a stable relationship. But how well can you truly know okay. anybody? He enough. was...
1: He was Drinking, she was on top of him. They were definitely dry humping. I mean, he I was, know you're
0: dry humping me and grinding me yeah. at the moment, but you could be the killer. Just fuck her there on the couch. They were basically were pretty much. That's what I'm saying uh, and
1: she's got that short, short skirt on. Yeah, uh no, he would have he he would have gone off to fuck her, bro. Oh, he would have gone off to get off. Let's keep yes. going. Uh, you know, I'd have been like, you know what, you might be the killer, but. I'm doing it anyway.
0: Yeah, I expected them you to say- You guys are really risky with
2: your lives. No, oh. I would just, have been what? out. This is, a, this is a, not even a code yellow. Yeah. This it's, is your girlfriend, brah. Doesn't matter, man. Everyone's getting killed around me. I'm not risking it.
1: Also, like if they really wanted me to believe that, even though I did think Liv was the killer, if they really wanted me to buy into it, they should have put a little more doubt in her. For all I know, she was with Chad for all of these things.
0: Right. She's so little in the movie. Yeah. Like, No, she disappears all the time. The movie gives us no
2: reason to really think yeah. that he wouldn't trust her. But until, that's the thing. is She hasn't been around. What has she been up to but when neither we has not with her?
1: Maybe she's with Chad. Chad's
2: been hanging out with his sister the whole time because those two are evidently inseparable.
1: Anyway, yeah, he I, quickly changes his mind. Yeah, he's like, what the fuck was I thinking? Because yep. uh, she storms off. No, no he only goes after because she's mad. does not yeah. he wants
0: to fuck. Which is so much dumber. Are you the killer or are you not? I yeah. better go make sure she's okay.
2: That's what I'm saying. This, I, don't, I don't agree with no, that. These, these no, I don't agree logic, with that at all. These two logic paths yes. are not she, parallel. Do you think that she's a killer and she walks off, Cool. You're done.
1: Well, Problem she solved. storms off and then sends him. She's like, "Oh, just kidding. Like come find me. I'm waiting for you in this creepy fucking bush." And he's like, "All right, I better go investigate." But he's
0: got to download an app said like yeah. come find me.org. Yeah, it's bullshit.
1: like find fam friend. Like what? And I was like,
0: "They really just wanted to have the alien's beacon ra- radar noise in this movie." Well,
1: I think it's cuz they couldn't use like find my friends. Like Apple was like, uh, "No, thank you." And whatever Android has, you know, but do those beep as
0: you get closer to the person, like no. in a fucking movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What is happening
2: right now? Submarine pings. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So he follows this app like- uh, It's whale
2: singing. A little Hunt for Red October reference for all my people out there. I love Hunt for Red October.
1: So he follows this into- uh, A bush.
2: A bush. And, and not the bush you're thinking about, no. guys. And
1: he's like, well, this is weird. She nothing, is nowhere to be found. Nothing for my sexual reference.
0: Yeah. I mean, Jeez. I wasn't thinking about that bush till so you I literally said not that okay, bush. Cool. And I'm like, yeah. which other bush is there? I was like, okay, gotcha. I got it. Check.
1: Yeah. <laughs> follows Three her right in one sentence. Uh-huh. The
0: band razor <laughs> blade suitcase. Uh, there you go.
1: Yeah. So I
0: it, don't know which one you were thinking about, but it, that's the one I was thinking about. He
1: follows her into none of those bushes. Just a creepy big one. And it's like, uh, okay, this is weird. She's not here. Hm? All right. Guess. Oh, you know what? He does take a weapon because Mindy, his sister, candlestick. Yeah. What is this clue?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I have that. I was like, it was Chad in the, the foyer. Mindy, his yeah. sister
1: is like, at least take a fucking weapon if you're going to do something so dumb. And he's like, I am going to take a weapon. I'm off to do
2: something dumb. Well, no. He says, does anyone want to go with me? And she's like, no, I'm going to stay here. And his sister goes, I'm going to stay here and make it. I was planning on staying here eating Cheetos and making out with Cindy over here. And Cindy looks over and just gives her this like, yeah, let's fuck, bro. Yeah. And I was like, I wish I had that level of confidence in high school, which they don't. No, she ends up just watching stab on the Alone. couch. She's a real Jamie Kennedy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, She's not. It's a throwback. Yeah. Chad gets stabbed in the Ch- fucking thigh out in the uh, the bush, and another. And we're not talking about the Australian bush.
1: So is this this is this can't be Richie. So this is Amber again. So Amber gets <laughs> nailed in the head with a candlestick. Does not seem to faze her.
2: The butcher, the baker, and the candlestick maker. Yeah,
1: none of those was able to slow her down. She stabs Chad in the dick. Uh, I thought it was the thigh. Was the leg. It was the thigh. Okay. Yeah. It was the upper thigh area. The di- it was dick adjacent.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, the inner thigh is a little close to the penis when you're yeah. looking at an anatomy map. I'm
1: just saying it's in It's in the same zip code as your dick.
0: Are you inside uh, of your chartography up here in the head? Yeah, in you know, my, dick, uh, <laughs> Dicksville near the Thiesburg. Yeah,
1: yeah. the dick is connected Thysburg. to the... Th- <laughs> everyone knows the Thiesman the- Trophy. Be. Anyway, can we please talk about <laughs> Scream? Dick bone is connected to the thigh bone. Everybody knows that. <laughs> it better not be. <laughs> uh, wait, yours we is? got is a really bad malignant is issue going on here. quote
2: dead in uh, the,
1: the yard. Well, yeah, so he manages to escape. He's trying to unlock his phone to turn off the fucking tracker app, but his fingers are too bloody, so he's just smearing blood. Which, he's squirting blood out of his leg yeah. at this point. It was gruesomely Lots awesome. Of, got an artery. Yeah, he should be pretty dead. But, yeah, you
0: bleed out of that shit for uh, quick. And I was screaming, throw the phone. Yeah, throw the phone, and then he finally threw the phone. I was like, uh, "Thank
1: you." Yeah, it doesn't help him though. Uh, well, I guess it does help him because it cuts away, and we find out later Chad did not uh, die from his thigh wound or his dick wound.
2: He fell on his dick. Yes. So uh, he fell on his dick. Uh, stabbed his dick.
1: leg. <laughs> I guess he got a tourniquet on there. Uh, so back inside, Liv comes back to Mindy, yeah. and he's watching the movie. And this is some fucking weird shit. Uh, my brother went to find you, and she's like, "I haven't seen your brother," and he's like. Hmm. This is mighty sus. This uh. is the problem
2: I had with Mindy though because she's the she's the voice of like if you follow the rules it all makes sense. And in the beginning in the the first one Jamie Kennedy was like if you follow the rules this makes sense. So Jamie was like legitimately like concerned about people, and he kind of was on the right trail and stuff like that, and he only got killed because he let his guard down momentarily. Mindy is always on guard. She's like, I bet you're the killer then, because if you're not out there, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, she just blasé just sits there like, pass me those chips, and I'd be like, uh, yo, get up.
0: Getting stoned and yes. like fucking around when there's a murderer loose. Like, none of that makes sense.
1: What I don't buy, is maybe this is uh, me, but I feel like if I got stoned in that situation, I'd actually be super fucking paranoid. Yeah. I would by it would, it would, would, the paranoia would be off the charts. Uh, but I guess Min- Mindy does not have that side effect because uh, she's super chill, except for when Liv comes. And then Liv, like, totally out of character, is like, maybe I'm the fucking killer. Have you thought about that? And like, gets really up in Mindy's face. Uh, she's like, you thought I was too born to be the killer? Uh, and then she storms off. And I was like, okay, that's some weird shit. Uh, and it was like so out of character for her. So I don't know why she did that. Except to red for, herring, yeah. I mean, like I get it from why they did it in the movie. They don't explain why her as a character would act that way. Cause she's frustrated, man. She's trying to guess. be as being a killer. Well, yeah. Roll and go. I guess. Uh,
2: and we killed Chad already, right? Chad is dead in the yard. Chad is dead in the Hold yard, quote unquote. Right, yes. and
1: he f- and, and so Liv goes and starts. He gets stabbed in the back while he's running away. Yes. right? Yes. yes, he does. He Dude, gets. We, he's. I guess we didn't touch. He's in that pretty right. fucked up. Yeah. He gets stabbed in the thigh, dick, and in the back. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: Chad goes down. Uh,
1: Liv, Lee, Liv leaves. Say that 10 times fast.
2: Richie, Sarah, and Tara all show up at the house. Courtney Cox. and That's why
1: Mindy isn't fucking, because Richie kicked her out.
2: Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sam is like, this is not safe for my sister to be getting her inhaler here. Richie goes like, I'll take care of it. Don't worry. He clears the house out. Everyone's like, this old guy's ending the party. Boo. Why didn't? Richie, go get the inhaler while they sat in the car. Well, it's not part of the plan, bro. Yeah, is awesome. this like
0: a Biff Tannen situation? Like, Nobody can start this car but me. Like, it's in the drawer in the second story room.
1: I guess so. Also, add to the maybe Tara's the reason for all this, right? Uh, She's the
2: reason for the season.
1: Tara's like, I know exactly where it is. I'll go get it. Sam's like, Well, you're not fucking going alone. And then yeah. Richie's like, Well, I'm not going to be the asshole just sit in the car to get murdered. And that's how mm. they all. And now Tara can walk on crutches. Oh, no problem at all. Mm-hmm. She is just uh, like two hundred. She I, le- leaps that picket fence. Yeah, I wrote. Does Tara have like a Wolverine healing factor? She must. Yeah, like a. You uh, see
2: why I still think she's the killer.
1: Yeah, uh, that would. That's Scream Six.
2: Dude, I'm not kidding. Like up until the end, I thought that Tara was still the fucking killer. I'm with you on this, dude. Mm-hmm. So anyway, party's over. Everyone clears out. Um, They're taking forever to get the inhaler because while that's going on, Mindy's on the couch basically mirroring the scene from Stab where Jamie Kennedy's fake character gets killed and the killer's right behind Mindy and then she turns around and she goes, oh my God, it's ghost face, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. She and gets slashed in the face, right? As she's she get, like yeah, stumbling Yeah, she gets slashed upwards. and
1: stabbed and then also we cut away. So anytime this movie doesn't want to kill a character, it just cuts away uh, and so you have no idea why she survived, but she did.
0: All of our teen characters meet up and start pointing fingers. You're the killer. You're the killer. And Amber goes, I'm the killer. And then fucking starts oh, right. causing a ruckus. So they
1: all right. They all meet up. Liv runs in and she's like covered in blood. And uh, What's that on your hands? Oh, Chad's dead outside. And she's like, oh, you killed Chad. No, fuck you.
0: Bullshit. And then like Amber's just like, fuck it. I'm the killer. Kills, yeah.
1: kills Liv yeah. right out Shoots the Shoots her in
2: the fucking face, I believe. So <laughs> Liv's yeah. down for the count. I still think she's the killer. Just kidding.
1: Uh, <laughs> I did until that very scene. I was like, oh, Liv's coming to fucking clean house.
2: I thought, I thought Tara and her friend, Amber, were now the the two. Right. I still was on board for Tara. Yeah, she's the in the mix. Point. She's yeah. in yeah. the mix
0: somehow. Uh, I bet you. But as as that's happening, Sid and Gail roll up. They found the tracker. They're walking up to the yep. house. And Amber runs outside, clutching her stomach, going, ah! Oh my God. All and her they, acting is so bad on and this gail and sydney look and he's like you're buying this shit they're like nope before they even move she pops gail in the stomach and gail is down
1: yeah. amber is a fucking pro shot man
0: yeah she, she should be the sheriff yeah
1: every every <laughs> i'm the sheriff now like, until the plot necessitates otherwise every time she shoots that gun she hits somebody uh that is impressive
0: There's probably some backstory we didn't get. She's going to the range every day, practicing shooting tin cans and bottles.
1: (laughs) Uh, Because, yeah, she nails Gail. And so... Basically, she's out of the movie for a while. I guess just laying on the front and yop. She slowly creeps her way into the house. <laughs> yeah, I don't...
0: Like, know. I'm imagining one arm, like, <laughs> dragging herself through up the stairs, uh, through the door. She sits in a wheelchair and slowly pushes
1: yeah. herself. Was there one
2: out there? <laughs> <laughs> just, why not? Uh,
1: and so Sydney goes in and does, like, the smartest thing I've ever seen in Lights a Lights the house
2: movie. on fire, burns everyone you down. You thought
1: this was smart. Yeah, she shoots every door. That's ingenious. And
0: I was like, well, she's killing a lot of civilians she's in the She's also wasting
2: a lot of bullets. Well,
1: and her she says, look, kill her or not, you have five fucking seconds to get out of here. And then she starts blasting. So anyway, I started
2: blasting. <laughs> <laughs> so I went in and started blasting.
1: And so she shoots every door. So far, so good. And uh, then she shoots one upstairs. And, and she's
0: talking to the killer this entire time on the phone.
1: Right. Who I forgot that. So the killer does call her and he's, she's like, Hello there you go?
2: Know. Oh, this isn't Amber. I'm the other one. Oh, there's two of you.
1: Again. I've seen this movie before. Not this movie, Sydney. You really need some new material. I got you here, didn't I? You might actually be the most derivative of one of all. I mean, Christ, the same house.
2: Maybe so. You forgot the first rule of surviving a stab movie. Never answer the... I'm bored. Wait! <laughs>
1: So she shoots uh, Richie by mistake. And And she's like, what are
2: you doing in the closet? He's like, I'm hiding. You're over there shooting and blasting away. Yeah, honestly, Richie is believable up until this point. Everything Richie's done is legit.
1: I don't know. I think I'd be like, Sydney. I hear you shooting. Please don't shoot me. Uh, I don't
2: know. Everyone's a suspect, bro.
1: eh, I guess. And then. Ghostface jumps out at Sydney and they both fall over a banister. Gun goes one way, knife goes the other. Richie very slowly is trying to come help. And she's like, Richie, gun. And he's like, yeah. You shot me in the fucking leg. I'm trying.
2: I'm working on it. All right. And this is where Richie picks up the gun. And it's a surprise, surprise reveal. Richie and Amber have been working on this together the whole time.
1: Yeah. Oh, I think we did forget a little bit earlier. Super tiny scene. Richie and Sam find themselves in the garage. And he's like, I think your sister is the fucking killer.
0: Richie has been throughout the movie sowing seeds of doubt to Sam about her sister Tara. I was like. She's got to be the killer, yo. And this is the part where the movie where I'm like, well, now that you're trying to make me think this, I'm starting to rethink my Tara is the killer situation. Because now it's part of the plot.
1: Right. Right. So Sam goes upstairs and finds Tara in the closet, duct tape on her mouth, duct tape on her hands, and goes to take the duct tape off. And then she stops.
0: She hesitates.
1: Yeah. And then the movie cuts away. Back to Richie now uh, with uh, Amber. And they fight. Uh, Sydney, Uh, Sydney gets shot. Gail gets shot again. (laughs) No, I don't think she gets shot again.
2: Does Sydney get shot? She gets hit in the back of the head or something like that. Oh, she gets stabbed later when she... Yeah, because they're in the kitchen. Because Sid, uh, however all this shit works out, basically what we end up is after Richie reveals everything, I I think, I don't know if Sid and Gail make the first move, but this is where they fight Amber.
1: Yeah, so what happens is Sydney grabs, like, hand sanitizer throws it on uh, Amber, and she Burns her eyes. She's like, "Oh, fucking hand sanitizer."
0: Do we need to rewatch the ending real quick? This happened in Scream One when we were recording. Yeah. Remember, we got it all fucked up.
1: It's really a fucking.
2: We the end all wrong. No, this is perfect. It's it's history. Yes, this tells you something about these endings. It, um, this is a requel to our Scream podcast. I watched this last night. Me too. Sober. Me too. <laughs> Boy, I can't right. remember what happened. Here's, it's real simple. Basically, Sid and um, Gail fight Amber in the kitchen. They light her. Up like the fucking Hindenburg because they kick her on the stove. Amber's burning to death in there, and then instead of coming out of the kitchen while this chick burns to death to help out whatever's going on with Richie, and Sam, S- Sam, and the sister wherever she may be, like they just kick it in the kitchen for a while. And so we cut back out to the the foyer, yeah, if you will, now. and this is where Sam and Richie are kind of having it out, and they're like, "Oh my god!" And then bam, Tara comes into frame, hits Richie over the head with a crutch. I think yeah. it is. No,
1: you're. you're I mean, like. Like always, we're fucking it all up. But the general gist is everybody dies uh, <laughs> because what happened, what, what, <laughs> what we skipped, and why we're so confused is Richie gets everyone in the kitchen and then begins the long monologue of explaining about toxic fandom. How can there be toxic fandom when fandom
2: uh, fandom's the ones who love the thing, right, the care thing about of it. love
1: And we, this is why we're getting it this all. This is fucked the big
2: up. reveal that we've talked about multiple
0: times already. Right during this discussion, Tara comes in and hits Amber with a crutch. Right. And then they start fighting while Sam attacks Richie again. So mm-hmm. they're kind of scuffling it out. That's when Gail breaks loose and she finds the gun on the ground. Yep. And then they go after Amber, and that's when they shoot her. And she turns around onto the on uh, burner of the oven
2: and lights oh. up like a fucking Christmas tree. The stove, not the oven, but yes, yeah, the stove.
1: Right. Sure. Uh, I don't when
2: people think she fell into an oven. That'd have been I wish awesome. I would have liked. <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> Uh, so that's why we were having so much trouble because we forgot about the giant monologue. And I think that's what
0: confuses this plot. Like when you try to explain it to somebody, there's like walls of monologue yeah. happening, and you're just like, "Wait, what?" Well, because yeah, you yeah, you break right? up
2: the action sequences with these like, "Let's explain the backstory," and it's like, "Dude, I love a good backstory, but this is not the time or the fucking place. You should have done that already." And I know it's it's very reminiscent of the first scream, which is also why we probably fucked that up too. But yeah, it's so basically they're trying to make an event that'll basically have a movie made about it, which will get the franchise back on the right track because right. it's gone off the rails. Basically, sent stabbed to space at this point.
0: Yeah. Richie and Sam are struggling at this point, and it seems like Richie's got the upper hand. Yeah. And they're going through this like hallway kind of crawl fighting. Is that a thing? Can you crawl fight? It feels like that.
1: Well, I mean, this is where Richie really fucks it up because he's totally fine. He's just watching her crawl because he needs right. to get out like... This is my movie. This is my ending. I'm the fucking big bad. Da 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 da.
0: And the whole meta thing is they're going to make Sam the villain of this story. So in right. stab, whatever next comes, Sam is the villain of the, f- the fictitious yes. universe. Yeah, to show that basically like Billy Loomis fucked her up, which is back to the roots of the story. Yeah. And I remember someone saying the line is like, wait a minute. Am I in the square middle of some dumb fanfic? Yeah. And he's <laughs> yes. like, yes, you are. Um, so as she's crawling away, Sam's like, I really need a win right now. Yeah. She looks into the mirror and ghost of Billy <laughs> Loomis is there and he's like eyeballing like huh? there's a
1: knife down there.
0: points down and she looks down and there's Amber's knife that she dropped. Yep. So now I've got to ask, well, they talk. I think shit. there was a conversation yeah. earlier Af- in the movie but not yeah. right here oh, okay, yeah, okay. yeah yeah because so, we
2: forgot to mention that throughout this whole film right. no, she's we still did. catching we, just never,
0: we didn't mention it. yeah she's time. still
2: seeing images of Billy more and more throughout this and she's right. questioning that like am I destined to be a killer so
0: this is like the third time she's seen her yeah. dead dad so now I'm like okay so you're not crazy and he is a ghost no she's crazy and she's just seeing what she needs to see at this moment in but, her head to basically but stuff that ghost like, is- gave her direction yeah do you know what I'm saying? Like, she looked in the mirror. The mirror looked and pointed down at the knife. It's down here, sweetie. She goes, aha. Yeah. Meaning she interacted with something that wouldn't be able to tell her, if it's
2: all in her head, Yeah, that the knife is down there. She would
1: have had to already know that the knife was maybe down there. The,
2: maybe, maybe... That's her manifestation of her brain going, look around. Instead of just saying, look around, he's like, hey, maybe look down.
1: No, it's like, look exactly right there.
2: Yeah, it was covered by the curtains. I, yeah. I know, I know. This I, Again, we're at that point where we're nitpicking some random thing. This isn't but, a nitpick.
0: This is, is he a ghost or is he a vision in her head? Yeah. He's a vision in her head.
1: I think he's a I ghost. Th- This
2: movie has not introduced supernatural elements at all. This is messy writing and... No, He's we're not going to argue about that. He's that a ghost. Is not a, yeah. That is not a debate.
1: I'm on team. Billy's a ghost.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm, Billy's in her head.
1: Uh, so she gets the knife that ghost Billy indicated and stabs Richie in the face. And I wrote, getting stabbed in the face seems like it would suck. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really fucks him up, obviously. Then she goes crazy. Well, no, she doesn't go crazy. Well, she, she rightfully goes, she goes through both his cheeks. Yeah. Like, just yep. sideways. Across, through his, <laughs> mm-hmm. Just jumps on him, starts stabbing him in the chest. Finally, you wouldn't call that going crazy. No, no, I would not call it going crazy. She's
2: seen visions of a dead killer uh, and she goes on a, a, a murder she is spree.
1: rightfully fucking up the guy who just tried to kill her, just tried to kill her sister, and killed a bunch of her sister's friends. Yeah,
2: but he's just trying to put
1: this movie franchise right. Yeah, I think blaming if any, the victim. If
2: anyone has gone crazy, that's <laughs> what I'm saying.
0: If anyone has gone crazy, you know what this is toxic victimhood.
1: Oh, help, help him being oppressed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but he's gone.
1: Yeah, he and and He's uh, the pin cushion. So, waiting for their cue, Gail and Sydney come out and is like, you got to shoot him in the head or he'll always come back. And so Sam takes the gun and just like a fucking stone cold badass shoots him like 15 times in the face. Was uh Was it the face or that was the body? It was the body and head. She just really peppers him with bullets. Yeah. She
2: basically, shoots him a couple times, yeah. Uh
1: and then on cue, uh, well, Amber they, comes. As they uh, say
2: the killer always comes back.
1: Right, uh, Amber comes back all burnt to shit, and fucking Sam just spins around like John Wick style and pops her right in the head. The end. Not quite, but pretty, pretty much. Close. So well, Sydney. So then they, you know, the ambulances come, and and Sam goes over to Sydney and is like, "Am I gonna be okay?" And Sydney's like, "Not right now, but eventually."
0: Right. And this is where she says, I'd like to go to another hospital, please. Yeah. And the Gail's like, you know what? I'm not going to write about this
2: one because fuck them. Yeah. They're not going to get that limelight. Uh, someone else. That wanted. was what they wanted. They wanted closure, the story to basically get popular so they could make a movie and it could be glorified. That's yes. the word I'm looking for.
0: Right. But this is also closure for the Gail and Dewey character. Showing that Gail has finally learned that she's not going to write about this stuff and give it that megaphone.
1: Yeah.
2: Her fame chasing from the first right. three films is what she was, because she Remember in the second one, she's writing that book about Cotton Weary being wrongfully, yeah. you know, she wrote mm-hmm. that book, but she's doing another piece about cotton and cotton wants the fame. And right it's, now, sure.
0: This is character development, but she's also 60 at this point, yeah. just about, I think this should
2: have been learned years ago. Really? Yeah, like
1: you think so. Twenty she, years ago. 60? Oh yeah. Oh.
0: I just looked her up. She's fifty-seven.
1: Okay. Oh, okay. So, well, yeah. I thought
2: she would have been fifty in the movie. Like I, that put. I pegged her in a little bit younger than that. Nev Campbell's forty-eight.
1: okay. Oh, okay.
2: Well, either uh, way, either way. So the point she is. She said
1: she's going to write about Dewey, right? A small-town sheriff who had a heart of gold. And now it's the end. Now it's the end.
2: The the same thing. We get a, a crane shot handing up from the house with all the cops and paramedics yeah. doing their thing which is exactly like the first one with the instead of Gail reporting on this stuff it's another reporter who's basically mimicking and saying the same things that Gail pretty much said in The first 25
1: one. years ago tonight that's my yeah. reporter voice <laughs>
0: So let me ask you this and this was this was going on in my head as this was wrapping up. This movie's whole meta narrative blah 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 about rehashing movies, remaking the sequels, but it's not quite a sequel, it's not quite a remake, whatever. I feel like this movie is like doing that but thinks it gets a pass. Because, wink, wink, we know we're doing it.
1: Right, it's trying you to... You know what uh, I mean? What's it called? Lampshade or whatever, right? Where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, we're going to call attention to this thing. So because we called attention to it, we are guilty of it. We're in on the
0: joke with yeah. you, audience. Okay. We know what we're doing.
1: So if la- No, no, you're not. Um, you're not in on it with me. I'm in and on it on my own, okay? <laughs> uh, me and the 25% of people who didn't like this movie, we're in on it together.
0: So that's kind of where I'm stuck with this movie now. I'm not quite resolving... My ability to be like, okay, because you're Scream, because you've done the meta thing, because this is your shtick, I'm gonna let it pass. But I'm not, I can't. I don't think
1: I can. I think my problem with this movie is that Scream doesn't need five and it sure as fuck doesn't need six movies. And it's just wearing thin. I think that the premise is just not meant to stretch this far. And now 25 years or something like that, right? I don't, I think it was a, I think the first three were like a good little trilogy. Leave it alone and just, but obviously, right? They print money, so
2: I don't know. I got a good idea for Scream Six, but I'm not gonna say it 'cause I am not going to say because i do not want the writers to steal my damn idea. Mm. What if a bunch of fans were actually making their own fan movie, actually got some funding and stuff like that, and we're doing it as like maybe like a college thesis project or something like that? And the studios like, yo, you can't do this movie because you don't have the rights to do a stab film, and they get into a whole like rights battle, who actually owns a project at a certain point, and who, you know, can you limit X, Y, and Z? So, therefore, like, it's then the fans versus the studio. And then we can have a whole studio yeah. versus fans versus rights versus, you know, public You I know, like this. It's like a legal thriller instead yeah. of a, a slasher. It, you, and there's a lawyer involved. Yeah. And maybe they're
0: related mm-hmm. to Dewey. And i got it. Friday the 13th, it's when your court date is.
1: Oh, shit.
0: Oh, snap. They you can know, make like, a reference to that. I'd be yeah. like, you can't
1: handle the rights. <laughs> <laughs> but,
0: or we can do all that. Or... Gentlemen, it's time to take Scream in Space.
1: Oh, fuck. no! Fuck you guys! <laughs> Put oh Scream in Space on right back in! <laughs>
2: but it doesn't matter because you can't hear anyone scream in space. That's gonna be it. That's the twist! <laughs> the year is 2222. And we find out that it's Mike Collins' younger like nephew, and he's a werewolf.
1: Uh, actually, I, a oh. throwback to
2: our previous episode. Yeah, love it. <laughs> a love, deep cut. Love to the last continuity.
1: Week. <laughs> uh, the thing about Scream movies is there already is very little screaming. Think yeah. of how much screaming goes on in Scream. Fair, yeah, not not enough for a movie named Scream. Again,
2: that's why it's called Scrum.
0: Uh, Texas Scream Saw Massacre had way more screams in it than this. Fact,
1: yeah, that's fact. We don't fact check it. I'm telling you, it's a fact. <laughs> uh,
0: anyway, me as me being not a, like huge in on this franchise. <laughs> so
1: you wait, know. hold on. Me you as is you. Me as me. me, is me. Got in it. case
0: anybody's confused, not
1: okay. you oh, as Garrett. I wouldn't recommend this movie. Okay. Uh,
0: I think the one is good enough. But if you're coming into this going, I like this franchise, I've loved it up, you know, pretty much I'm on board with every sequel at that point, then sure, you're going to like it. It's free on Paramount Plus right now. mm -hmm. It's hard not to say, watch something when you don't have to pay for it, (laughs) or you're already paying for a service that offers it.
1: Yeah. Even though I've been hard on this movie, I would recommend it. I just wish it were a little shorter because it doesn't have as much to say as it thinks it does. But- it's not a bad slasher movie, it's just a stupid one. But most slasher movies are stupid. <laughs> like, realistically, this isn't normally a very high-brow, or, uh, sorry, elevated horror.
0: I'm sorry, but they want to act like they are. <laughs> Fucking H.J. and the damn Baba Duke all movie.
1: Yeah, that's true. Uh, so, I mean, for a dumb slasher with some great kills, watch it. If you're going in expecting greatness, one, have you seen any other screams? Uh, and two, I mean, you're going to be disappointed.
0: And to your point, if the meta
2: narrative doesn't work, then this movie doesn't
1: work. Yeah, which it really doesn't. So just go in for the kills and you'll be fine.
2: I don't know. I thought the meta thing worked pretty good because of what they were talking about. But I just think that they they lost what made it so charming in the first couple ones where it kind of actually like plays out like organically. I, I actually do think that this movie, I wouldn't put this like, you know, stop what you're doing, go pay for theater money. But I think it's good. I think, you know, for the Scream franchise, especially after three and four, this pulls it back a little bit more to its roots. I think this one commits the sin that the new Chainsaw did. They rely too heavily on like, we're putting nostalgia in there for this reason without making it happen organically.
0: But that's what I was talking about. Like I yeah. can't, I can't resolve this movie because it's saying we know what we're doing, yeah. but we're doing it anyway.
2: But we get to get away with it because this is our shtick. Well, that's always been Screen's problem. Though. They've always sniffed their own farts throughout this whole thing. I mean, even with like,
1: look at all these other
0: movies do it while I do it. It's like. Do as I say, not as I do, almost. Right, which was
1: clever once, is not clever five times.
0: But you're right. We've seen worse movies for sure.
1: Oh, definitely. Uh, So I'm going to say two things, I think. One is, I'm surprised how many exposition dumps are in this movie, considering it's almost two hours long, or it's slightly over two hours. The pay I think part of my problem is the pacing is really weird. It is like just long stretches of expedition or exposition, exposition and then murder. And then long stretches of exposition, murder. I wish I'd done a better job of fixing the pacing. And it was
2: less of a need to incorporate like the stew being related to the guy, the transadant. Like again, I get what they're trying to do, and they're really pointing out that everyone who was connected from the first one is still connected, but that was so like not needed.
1: yeah. And then two, to finish up the uh, the final girl waiting for the murderer to return, it would have been great if when Dewey called uh, uh, Sidney, she's like, I've been waiting 25 years for him to come back. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, I commit to that Lori Strode exactly. vibe. Just That's what all final girls have been doing See, now. I appreciate that they didn't do that. No, I was just every kidding, Okay, yes. yeah, because
2: every movie lately has been doing that whole like, Finally, it's my time to shine. And yes. I was like the fact that Sydney was like, "I'm only here because I got to take care of this shit. Let's do this and get it over with." Yeah. Anyway, it was it was Scream.
1: It was an scream. all
2: new movie, Scream.
1: Yeah. And I think we've screamed about it enough. Do you think the next one's called Scrum 6? Uh,
2: do they go back to the
0: naming uh, numerals?
1: It's going to be like uh, Screaming or The Scream, A Scream, oh, but I Scream. Yeah. Mm. I have I have no face, but I'm a scream. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, that's this movie. That's our opinion on it. Listeners, what do you think of the new screen movie? Why don't you let us know on our social media? We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, You can find everything we're up to at thegravetalk.com. What are we up to next, Garrett? What's next on the list here? I believe we're doing Skeleton Key, which... Ah, I love this movie. I'm not sure what this is about. I think this movie's fantastic. It is about voodoo. Mm -hmm. Oh. Not voodoo. It's called something else, but it is very close to voodoo. Yeah.
1: So it's about some like. Does it have a,
0: a voodoo titty princess? It's hoodoo
2: voodoo. Hoodoo oh, voodoo. Not yeah. one of those. Uh, uh, no. it's,
1: it's it's a New Orleans uh, almost voodoo movie. Oh,
2: New Orleans.
1: Well, I guess Louisiana. I don't know if they actually. Oh, she Louisiana. leaves. New, yeah, she leaves New Orleans. Let's talk about it right now. Let me tell you the plot <laughs> of the movie. <laughs> anyway,
2: tune in next week as we discuss the movie. Uh, it's Skeleton Key. All right.
0: Well, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.